we are live. Yay. Welcome to Season 2, Hello. Session 7 of our Sea Dogs GURPS campaign. I am Gigerman, today's GM. Hi, Gigerman. Avast. Avast, you matey. This session's audio will be made available as a podcast. God help you. See the description for details. A cast. Who's not drinking rum? I am not drinking rum. I am drinking coffee. Nor am I. Drink more rum. I still got a little bit of water in the water bottle. All right. Nosh, do you have any character business for Lieutenant Rogers? Lieutenant Rogers, excuse me. He's all like, wait, I have a character? He has gone silent. Have I gone silent? Can you hear me? Temporarily? Anything? Anything? I hear you. I hear you. Nothing. No, no character business. Com Junkie, do you have any character business for Sir Randall? Monkey business. As usual. You can't Actually, do I'm monkey sure business. That's my job. Yeah, only Davino can do monkey business. Oh. Um, Until I put points into animal handling monkey and seduces a monkey away. <laughs> Heresy. Wait, that sounds bad. It really does. Ronkey, do you have any character business for Captain Hyden? Uh, negative. Mel, do you have any character business for Claude? Uh, nope. Rigel Kent, do you have any character business for Dr. Spencer? Not today. Maybe later. Hendricus, do you have any character business for Davino? Wait, who's Negative. Davino? He's that other guy that sometimes shows up. And sometimes he doesn't. He belongs to the monkey. Right. He's the, mon the, He's the, the monkey's ally. Yeah. All right, well, GM business then. Uh -oh. today, today in random, uh, apparently that whole megaphone thing where you're speaking across the other ship, it's called a uh, trumpet, apparently. I know I was trying to remember what the hell it was called last week. Um, next bit. Uh, so with the stability thing, um, you guys... I had intended to actually tell you somewhere in the uh, in the session last week that uh, Furlong's uh, being snippy uh, toward the end of the voyage was actually the result of a critical failure on his uh, uh, resistance to instability. I kind of figured it was an instability thing because it came yeah. after the instability roll. Indeed. Anyway, yeah, he uh, he crit failed. He rolled an eighteen. And uh, uh, rolled a four on one d six for so he got four uh, long term stability points out of that. So he's going to be off gambling in a whore and uh, while we're here, he is going to attempt to de stress, but uh, we'll get to that later. Um, so next bit, twice now, we I've intended to get back to uh, to Spencer. So he could retcon the fact that he didn't get the chance to ask somebody standing around about the crazy guy that went and uh, threw himself at Dora's feet. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the crazy guy, but I forgot to. So we're just going to get that out of the way here. Wibbly wobbly. Um, what question were you uh, specifically going to ask? He? Just who the hell he was? Yeah. Yeah, and see if I could try to figure out how he knew uh, Dora. So, uh, what Spencer will have determined in short is that uh, 
this guy had been picked up out of the sea about 10 years prior. And ever since then, he has not spoken so much as mumbled incoherently and that sort of thing. Uh, they all considered him mad. And he basically was a professional panhandler uh, ever since then. Uh, I think that's a career in Warhammer Fantasy. I believe it is. Yeah, so nobody knew exactly where he came from or uh, why he was nuts. And they were all very surprised when he said words. And also mm. nobody knew who the hell Dora was. Hmm. They all kind of assumed she must be some kind of witch or something. What? No, she's not a witch. She doesn't have a hat. Well, you did and the nose that. is all wrong. Well, we can always see if she floats in water. Next bit. Uh, what I want to do here is have everybody make a retroactive... Everybody except Claude make a retroactive uh, observation roll. Well, uh, uh, uh. That seems bad for Claude. Um, right. So I guess I had to do perception. We doing this in the box or open? Open's fine. Ha! Ah! Wow. Somebody saw something. Okay. How appropriate that it ends up being Spencer. Who will probably yeah. later forget about it. Uh, Spencer happened to spot uh, Claude nicking the uh, bag of stones from... Uh, Mickle Scarab on the night you guys captured him. Unfortunately, it didn't occur to me at the time to actually make somebody check, so now somebody knows that uh, somebody's got sticky fingers. Luckily for Claude, it, it's Spencer, so he will probably uh, forget about it. Next bit. Um, or get her to teach him. Wait, he actually has sleight of hand, so... Uh, Actually, now that I think about it, is that right? It is not. Um, so I ran into a small issue last week. Uh, I was not. Uh, I was not up to date on what the actual statistics would be on the cockboat that comes with your ship, and have since then decided we will use the jolly boat out of low tech for that, which means it has an occupancy of six plus two. You can row it at a maximum of four and a half miles an hour if you wear yourself out in the process and it can sail at six miles an hour, which I should have, no, oh, I did. Uh, for the record, that is the boat. That's a boat, all right. And it does have a sail. Which is something that didn't occur to me at the time. Also known as the banana hammock. Well, yes, I yellow. suppose. I don't think anyone actually calls it that. Next bit. Uh, we had, there was some discussion here and there about uh, selling the four-pound guns. I was going to inform you now that uh, you can generally sell them. According to GURPS prices, they would end up being 16 pounds each. Uh, according to some historical prices that I have, it's about half that, so eight pounds. So we will go with the eight pounds. Uh, um, and that is did we only sell both of them? I think we had two, right? Four. 
Um, now, you guys didn't officially sell them. I'm just letting you know how much they're going to be worth uh, as a baseline. Because we have, what, eight cannons total now? And you do have eight. You don't have the crew for... Right, yeah. that's what I mean. So if we sell at least two of them for now... That's true, you could sell not all of them. That is, yep. yeah. So anyway. that's going to that's gonna be my uh, goal, I think, this week. I'm going to try to sell two of them. Next bit. And uh, I want to bring Davino along just to watch him sob as I'm selling these guns. But, yeah, because he's named that, them that already. Hurts. He's already named them. Giving them you, can't sell, Bess and Bertha. you can't sell Bess and Bertha, can't I? Ew, that's a good point. You need to name those guns. No, Davino needs to name those guns. I I do mean Davino. Um, so he has homework. Last session, uh, we had they the have issue to be properly of the, Italian. That's true. They had to be but... Italian names. Um, you guys uh, had the spoilage of provisions yes. in the process, and I had revealed that I had revealed that I kind of screwed up on that, and didn't uh properly track out uh where you were in the in the case of the provisions so um i in the process of attempting to rectify that decided that i had no idea what the hell i was doing before and uh so basically what's going to happen is you guys are more or less zeroed uh once you got here so you can start over from scratch uh, when it comes to provisions and I think we want to avoid bananas, I believe. Bananas are bad luck. Right. All right, now. Uh, I think it's... The PA's got superstitious songs. as their thing? I mean, some, I know uh, some of the crew. Of the crew yeah, some of the crew do. Uh, two big questions. Superstitious, but I am a little I am a little stitious. You're just mildly stitious. Actually, I'm not even that. <laughs> So, question number one. Uh, we need to establish where we're going next. I need like, to go for real this time. I know we've... Uh, I have pointed out that we need to be thinking about it, but now we need to actually figure it out. Well, have we been getting more uh, tracking points for Claude's... Uh, ah, good point. Uh, treasure, for lack of a better term. And well, let's see. Set. You are going to have a, a better triangulation on that location, and it seems like your original uh, indications are probably correct that it is uh, Curacao. Curacao. Well, we could do so, that, but then we also have the well, Grand Hayden Cayman on the, the way. Uh, yeah, Henry Murphy and Old Providence thing. Yep. Kind of do the there. jump to Grand Cayman and then uh, jump down. I'm now, still not 100% sure if I'm going to follow up on uh, what Rush uh -huh. said because, well, I, was I gonna don't mention that. really trust him. And also, in the case of Grant Kamen, you don't necessarily have anything to find out there, I don't know. but uh, Okay. Well, then we can uh, go straight to Old Providence. Now, having said that, uh, the next point I was going to bring up was that the trade winds are going blowing in that general direction. Uh, all the time. So basically, when you are on your way back toward the east, you are going against the wind. And that means uh, you will probably not want to go a straight shot uh, in an easterly direction. 
Therefore, if you are, for example, sailing around the end of Yucatan uh, in an attempt to go down to uh, Old Providence, then uh, you will end up uh, tacking quite a bit. And also, in the case of Old Providence, crap, I accidentally somehow managed to put myself in freaking drawing mode. Um, that is going to be a long trip. So Good one, Mark. You guys went from Havana to Campeche in around four or five days. You can expect going back toward the east around Yucatan and down to Old Providence to take uh, a week plus. So the reason I bring that up is in the event that you want to actually go to Grand Cayman, uh, just to break it up or somewhere else along the way. There's also Santiago, but that you said we'd be going against the wind for a lot longer in that case. Yeah, that would be true. So you could end up going south to Pro Providence and then back north to Santiago in the same amount of time it'd take you to go straight there. Yeah, or and then there's still the Damien Rush bit, depending mm -hmm. on what Spencer. So there's like. that. If he decides, we to might go just there. have to. We might just have to do that just for uh but what uh, if supplies. I don't what if I don't want to go there because I don't trust him? Well, we might just go there for to resupply. I don't know how much stuff is gonna be old Providence. True. Oh, uh now yeah. Old Providence is a very small community. And uh Portobello is very not small. Not Havana big, so, but uh getting close. So pick up whatever gears we can Fully load up on, so I don't know if. Uh, I guess this is probably one of the bigger spots on this side. Which one? Campeche. Or, oh, Campeche. Uh, actually, Veracruz is the uh, the big one, which is, is further in. Oh, inland, or on the other side. Why? Oh, when you go oh, to Costa Rica. Costa Rica is going to involve some walking. Oh, right. right. Yeah, that's just me in real life. Sorry. Well, actually, we, could we just take the river up and then walk? Because then it's a lot closer. Yeah. Less walk. Depends. Uh, so one other point that you don't have a pin in uh, is uh, in Why the not? process of making your way eastward, you might uh, consider stopping back in uh, Kingston, since that's effectively your headquarters. But... Having said that, you have three locations in the uh, in the east to go to. You've got San Juan, you've got Curacao, and uh, potentially Antigua. And so far, that's what you've got marked. So, now we sh need to establish an itinerary. And that being uh, a flexible one, because who the hell knows what you're going to discover between here and there. Yeah, we could all die here in a little bit. Totally true. With a bloody flux. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, right? You're about to go into the jungle. You know it's in the jungle. Sweet. Monkeys. More monkeys. monkeys in the jungle. Oh man, Boom's going to be like, I don't want to go back. I've found my place. Boom's going to command the ship and take off. No, he's going to take over and command all of the monkeys. On the ship. Oh, we could all have monkeys. That's racist. You come back. You come back from the uh, 
come back from the expedition and the friggin' ship's just taken over by monkeys. That would be weird. We need to get Boom Weirdness Magnet. Oh, I know. Oh, yes. No. It's a terrible idea. I don't think he has the points for it, though. Not yet. And that's how Planet of the Apes started. Right. I know, right? Anywho. So, for starters, uh, what will be the next destination? And I'm half assuming that it's going to be the obvious one. Well, I guess What's something to note one? is, is there stuff here that we could bring to Providence that's worth trading? I know we have some trade goods right now. Ah, uh, no, actually, you do not have yeah, any trade goods I thought at the we moment. did. I no. sold them. Did we? It says, yeah. oh, minus, okay, we sold them in Havana. I, yeah. All right, never mind. I missed that that entry. That was a late addition because I forgot to write it in. Ah, so it didn't miss it. It just wasn't there. Would it be faster to go there and then use the trade winds to go to Old Providence? No, it would not. No, like I said, if you were to go straight to Santiago, it would uh, it would be faster to go to Providence first and then Santiago. Now, remember here that uh, Santiago is another one of those maybe points. Uh, I don't know if Davino actually wants to go there and and find out anything. We'd have to like move like that if I'm correct, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, effectively. Well, we're gonna have to do that everywhere we go. Well, until we go straight right. south. So we'd have to kind of do that and then... Yeah, we could. You should do that. Go to Grand Cayman, do the thing for Dora, then go south, do the Hayden thing. I'm down with that. Dies. Yeah, that should be a Dora loyalty mission, now that I think about it. All right. Any, uh... We got a, a proposed and seconded... Make it yes. so. I mean, at least we'd be sitting there along the coast of Cuba. So sure, you would be close it, there. If we needed and, a, uh, something happened, we could go joink right back into, into, into Cuba. I forget the name of the, the bay here, but uh, this there are a few towns on the southern side of Cuba there that are the places where you go when you're smuggling to Havana and you don't want to pull into Havana. And so you take your stuff across the mountains and uh, and walk it in. No, we sell. It I am an upright citizen. <laughs> I would never do that. We sell it to people who take it across the mountain. <laughs> or that. Okay, so assuming that uh, we have point one and point two here, what is point three? Uh, well, with I mean, depending. I mean, that gets a little more curious. Either. Depending on Spencer's pre- uh, uh, state of mind. Yeah, I'm. But that's still also. Waiting. But that's also a big port. So if we get a lot of stuff, that might be mm-hmm. a really great place to stop in at and get a lot of goods to. It is Spanish, so you would have to uh, uh, skirt the law a bit to, now, to get anything question there. Question about that: Is there a way to get a right of trade of something uh, like? No, um, Britain. For Britons, the only uh, authorized English trade is through the uh, the South Sea Company. They have an exclusive contract to trade with uh, very specific Spanish ports at very specific times. 
I just now, like, like I said, smuggling is actually rife around here. People do this all the time, so you probably don't consider it a huge deal to be smuggling, but uh, it does require a little extra, I don't know, risk. Hmm. But yeah, that's. I suppose we can at least uh, lean towards Portobello and buy a bunch of mushrooms, and I can decide then whether I'm going to True. Deal with his silliness or run away and go, oh, sorry, I lost your ring. You could go there and not do oh, the thing. I, how, how, oh, I, I completely thought I lost it. All right. So uh, clearly, Com Junkie has uh, gotten into his arrow habit again. Woo! Yep. You know what this really needs? Is some more arrows. All right. I'm on it. <laughs> if you are going from Portobello to Jamaica, then uh, you could have a reasonable expectation of some uh, profit in that particular voyage, depending on how much you uh, bankroll that for. Um, Speaking of bankroll. Now, going to... So, anybody have a problem going to Portobello? Nope. We want to get a hold full of mushrooms. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love me some Portobellos. So that is uh, one, two, three. That's destination three. So anybody have any issues going back to Kingston? You guys don't have any plot-related stuff there, but it is quote-unquote home. Uh, I want to go there and run into one of Sir Randall's family members that happens to be there, like a brother or a young sister mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, that would be Maybe hilarious. Maybe You use your... Uh weird coincidence thing and make it happen. Oh, I'm going to find out he's been disowned or something. Wait. Nobody else has any input on that. Call that number four. All right. uh, So the only one that has anything in Santiago is Palange at the moment. So does Palange want to go to Santiago or? uh, I mean, if we're getting pretty close to it, then if they're fine with making a stop there, then sure. Okay. See, we're gonna make we're gonna say this is our route for the next couple uh, sessions, and then we're gonna completely change it up on the GM. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I know Who there's the at least one or two uh, new new things that may come up in between here and there, so I know it's gonna change, but uh, we have to have a starting point. Is it Kingston or Port Royal that you're thinking? Kingston. Yeah. Where is Port, Kingston? Port Royal is sunk. It, it is. Oh, so the map uh, that's is right. wrong. Gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, it's still they still reference Port Royal. It is still a thing. It's just nobody really lives there. Well, I don't see Kingston on the written on the map, so that's why I was like, uh, I don't remember what the date on this map is. Wrong. It's wrong. That's what it is. Okay, so we got uh, number four Kingston, number five Santiago de Cuba. And number six, uh, logically, would be Curacao. Yep. Unless something happens, like all of a sudden, like Lacroix uh, uh, starts having like some migraines, forcing us to race to mm. our next spot. Yeah. Or well, head explodes, or something like that. Well, if our head explodes, then it's going to be. Well, I guess that would. Be Not tragic. sure if I can fix that. New On character. The fly changes are to be New expected. Character. She can be the monkey. True, man. Could you imagine a two hundred point or one hundred eighty-five point monkey? 
That would be pretty cool, actually. The nonsense we could get up to. (laughs) Oh, my Uh gosh. That would be crazy. It's like having a druid in the party. Right? Uh, Now, there is the potential there. Uh, You have, I think that's Port-au-Prince in uh, Saint-Domingue over there. Uh, So if you wanted to hit up a a decent-sized French port on the way, you could also hit there. Um, Other than that, you go to Curacao. And presumably after that, San Juan, there are well, some biggish Spanish yeah. towns in the south there, too, that you could hit uh, if you wanted. Uh, Cartagena might be a decent spot for that. That's wait. Unless I'm forgetting where that is. That may be over. Um, I think that's in Colombia. Yeah, I think that's Columbia? the other direction. No, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. It's right Cartagena's there. I see it. There. Yep, I see it. Based on yeah, my preliminary my web search, it looks like this map is actually circa 1720. I super recall it was pretty close, yeah. And like I said, Although... they, do still, they do still refer to Port Royal there. Uh, the Navy is stationed at Port Royal, even though there's nothing but a fort and a handful of buildings. It's just odd that they wouldn't refer to Kingston. Yeah, I know. Bloody British. Wait, we're British. Never mind. But that just means we can say it. Oh, it's going to be a pain in the butt getting up out of here, isn't it? We'll tack north, I guess. So, tack south. All right. So, uh, do you want to make any stops uh, after Curacao before going to San Juan? Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's, that's a bit out there. Save that uh, yeah, question for later. That is going to be a while. Okay. Um, after that. All you've got left on your current docket is Antigua and potentially Brazil, but uh, you still don't have any further information, which you expect you will end up getting in San Juan. Yep. But for Make now, we so. will consider the last one to be Antigua, Until which technically you could leave from there if you wanted. Back to the continent. Okay. Uh, so that. I suppose is going to be our itinerary for the future, tentatively. Now, that was question one. Question two is one that we really should have asked last week, and that is, what the hell are you doing in Campeche? We know what Payne's doing, but nobody else has anything going here. Um, I'm looking for like a library or something. And I don't mean, I don't mean anything any specific like the the usual stuff like trade and oh i'm gonna run around no no i mean no one we're gonna be here for a while i want to try to start that uh, improve my area knowledge uh right caribbean ah learn about the the engines we uh we've been to places along the way where nobody's had anything in specific to do and that's not a big deal but you've been passing through whereas campeche we don't know how long we're going to be here and that is a sub-question of this question, too, is how long do you tell the crew that you're going to be here in Campeche? I don't know. How long are we going to be here, Sir Randall? I don't know. That is kind of a Sir Randall question. As long as it takes. I mean, this is the... Uh, he's expecting this to be the culmination of uh, uh, his search, and mm-hmm. you know, and he would make it clear to the crew that... Um, there, there's potential riches abounding at the 
you know, end of the trail. Yeah, everybody knows about that. Well, actually, so I may not know about that. I would that. figure, I would figure at least there'd be some excitement about. Oh, wait, you know, you know. Well, staying just... here isn't a huge problem for them. I mean, that means they're not working, but uh, they need to know how long they're going to be here because they're going to have to get lodging. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I, I really have no idea how long we're going to be here. We'll be <laughs> here like, as long as it takes for the it, arrest warrants to come out for us for the shenanigans yeah. that we're right. undoubtedly going to commit. I don't know what you're talking about with this shenanigans business. Uh, All right, well, let's... I estimate a day or two tops before we're arrested. We're not Irish. <laughs> right. A day then. A part of me is offended by that statement. Um, so why you're not Irish either? Part of me is Irish. So they, the partners, are going to have to come up with a number for how long to stay. Minimum so, of a week. Yeah, I'd say probably. Yeah. Maximum of two weeks. Let's uh, hopefully. Let's let's uh, break down the facts that we have. Uh, I These believe Sarandal Sarandal is going to be aware that there's going to be there's going to be some kind of jungle trekking, uh, based on his uh, readings of Neville's journal, and I don't recall how much uh, information he had on the Blue expedition, but uh, he probably will have had the uh, the basics on that. So, uh, if you allow for a week's trek into the jungle. And that would allow a week back. Uh, we may be talking two here. Okay. Uh, well, beyond that, good. you're also going to have to prepare for this trek. Mm -hmm. And searches typically take a week, but you don't necessarily expect to take that long. I mean, how long does it take to gather up some provisions? But you don't know what else you're going to need necessarily. Well, so a couple days to prepare and gather our stuff. So week out at the least and a week back you say so call it more than two Lord, less than three here, we're gonna be, yeah we're gonna be here like three weeks wow we Could should be. lay off the whole crew just so the gm has to make new npcs when we hire uh -huh. more crew. <laughs> well who's to say they're going to be there when you get back and any new new uh crew are going to be suspiciously similar to the old crew uh-huh all right. So, so uh, when we, I mean, we are the crew going to get paid? I, I would, I would, I would say that if they join us on the expedition, they, I, I would probably promise some part of the treasure. I mean, why would I not give them a chance to help? As far as I was aware, they were uh, entitled to a share. Well, uh, and then that's share. fine too. So. Oh, is it normal go. for the crew to get paid while we're held up somewhere? And that's something else we need to bring up. They are being paid. Well, we'll get to that. But uh, they are being paid. They got paid a month in advance. And then the rest of it was due at the end of the six-month period. So they're getting paid what they're getting paid, whether they're sailing or not. But they're also not getting it until the six months is over. And that includes Claude, by the way. Claude, I'll like, get some money back. How much money did Sir Randall have before Claude borrowed some of it? 
Okay. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, so stay on the outlier. outlier uh, it's like three weeks then, probably, possibly. I guess actually Spencer would probably be the one to break that down. But yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll say that you're telling the crew to expect maybe three weeks. Yeah. And that's a reasonable starting point. Make sure they're also aware that uh, apparently Sir Randall's perfectly fine for them accompanying us into the into the jungle to find the treasure and you know, such like that if they so desire. Which you know, most of them will probably get f that noise. You can die in a jungle. Die in the ocean too. Yeah. Well, if you uh, take everybody into the jungle with you, nobody's going to be watching the ship. So there's. Well, that, I'm sure that, that not everyone's well. going to be want to go in. No, absolutely I, not. So really, with those guys are their whole their role at that point would be securing the ship and keeping it, you know, from running off without us. Or right. keeping well, it themselves and putting uh, Idris Elba in charge. Well, that would be an interesting and uh, unfortunate event. Hey, For we got the gold. Else. Yeah, we got the gold and no ship to take it anywhere. Great. Oh, but if you got Idris enough Elba gold, you can get a new ship. The apocalypse. He may have to cancel the apocalypse. All right. So those are the two big questions, uh, more or less answered. Uh, which means. Uh, one other thing that I will go ahead and mention because uh, Com Junkie brought it up is uh, there will be a discussion later about uh, whether or not everybody's getting reimbursed for their uh, hotel stays and whatnot uh, out of company funds. No, but and that's just the leaders, uh, leadership side. Just right? the partners who are not getting paid a regular wage. Um, but we will defer that conversation until after this particular uh, expedition is resolved. Because once it's over, if you guys succeed, uh, it's going to change we the landscape considerably. So be aware that, that that conversation is coming, but not yet. And with that, I will move some images around. Harborlog, Saturday, February 24th, 1725. Campeche, Yucatan. It is warm and overcast with intermittent light rain and a strong breeze increasing from the southwest. Having arrived safely in Campeche half a day ahead of their quarry, the expedition is settling in to figure out what to do next. And in case someone is confused, that does mean we are backtracking just a hair. I'm always confused. Well, it happens. All right, so first order of business is uh rogers needs to make a will roll i believe you guys had a plus one for that oh will roll indeed because he's will i hesitate to call him will rogers because that means something around here yeah that is a little different than uh, uh william rogers i also hesitate to call him buck rogers because that just seems a little too on the nose all right so uh that was Roger's uh, stability role for the voyage that the player missed. And he did not gain any looniness uh, during the voyage. So good for you. Excellent. Actually, you would have had another uh, plus two on that because you have born sailor, I believe. All right. So, all right, um, 
we have had the conversation about what everybody's doing here on the meta level. Uh, the next part of that question is, what is your next actual step here? Because I don't think we really established that. So as far as I know, or can think of off the top of my head, Sir Randall is the only one with stuff to do here. And the only stuff that he has is the compass and the riddle. And that's basically it. And some basic knowledge of uh, what previous expeditions have attempted. Hmm. So is this for the thing that we're trying to find or just in general? In general. So now we're getting to the what what are you actually going to do? So all the rest of the partners uh, may not necessarily be directly involved in what uh, Sir Randall's doing, but they also don't have anything in specific that they need to do on their own. So they could just all pitch in and help however they're going to do that. Right. Yeah, if pulled in if not pulled in for like research and or translation purposes i think like i said spencer's going to be trying to get a you know uh, learn better about the the area to eventually improve area knowledge and maybe also try to find the uh find out stuff about the the locals the the, the natives just because he's he's vaguely curious about that sort of thing okay so sir randall has typed that he will be dealing with the letter situation, which we also have to deal with. Uh, research and prep for the expedition, which will probably include whatever the compass and riddle, etc., points to, and then uh, go from there. So next step in this case would be the letter first and then the uh, compass and whatnot. Anybody else I haven't heard from? Everybody's so quiet. Start talking now. This is people. this is outside your your SOP, and if you're if you don't have anything going, I'm just going to assume SOP here and and move on. I think for Claude, Claude was going to assist with the letter stopping and then SOP until something happens. Okay, that will be pretty much the same thing. And for Davina as well. And uh, Rogers will uh, also just keep an eye out on the. Uh, on the docks for any strange ships, interesting ships. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. in town. Yeah. Uh, Roger's player still hasn't uh, pitched in on the whole SOP thing, so we don't know what his SOP actually is. He's Just a big basics. He was so I know that, right? Cuba. Okay, so uh, what have we missed? So Cuba's made... asking where the rum's gone. Made a bunch of rolls. We don't need to do that all now. And so to recap slightly, actually, let me uh, do a thing first. You guys arrived in Campeche uh, about 30, 40 minutes before sundown. Uh, you noted some ships in the harbor and decided to go over to meet with the Fortune, uh, whose captain is James Button. And Haydn went over to talk to him while the rest of you took on a pilot who was going to guide you to an anchorage 
from which you could escape uh, easily if you needed to. Uh, one thing we did not actually sort out in that process was who had the boat. So because uh, Haydn was going to need to go over to the fortune and then come back, he probably took the cockboat with him, which means you guys don't have one. Therefore, when you took on the pilot, the pilot said, oh, you guys don't have a cockboat. Uh, you're going to need something to actually uh, get ashore with. So uh, he got with his guy that brought him over and took a boat from him. And you guys are basically towing a an extra boat on the way back when you go in to, uh, to anchor. Our Let's captain see. stole our boat. The nerve. Uh, as stated, it has uh, been raining a little off and on all day, and uh, it's still raining a little off and on. And the winds have been picking up to the point of being kind of uh, squally, almost. And the water in the bay is, or, well, it's not really a bay, but the, the water has been getting nice and choppy as a result. So uh, uh, one question again about the boat is, did Haydn take any crew with him over to the Fortune? Because otherwise he's going to be rowing that thing by himself. He's a captain. He's not going to row it by himself. I wouldn't expect that. Or a couple of the crew. Hmm, actually. He'll ask for volunteers. And then pick some people. All right. So let's see here. We need captain in the boat. Uh, how many are you going to take? How many people is normally required to effectively row this thing? Well, it normally crews six, so... But uh, if you take all the non-NPC crew, you've got only the remaining PCs aboard the ship to actually sail it to the anchorage. So uh, that's probably not great. So um, you usually go with... You're usually going to go with uh, half the crew for a uh, per shift. And you could just use the whatever watch watch guys you're on with to uh, to do that. I forget who's on your watch. So you get two PCs on your watch. I'm not going over there with him. Well, we're no. going. but he's got Moggridge and Hoop and Shirt on his watch. So you know that uh, the remaining crew that are there can actually sail the ship without you. Voila. We will take the three. All right. Margaret Jackson yeah. is the NCO. Yeah. All right. So that is settled. Uh, Captain takes half the crew with him, and they will help him row back when he is done. He stole the boat. Back to the uh, the rest of you who are headed over to the anchorage. And shared. Uh, you will note that you are anchored, or going to be anchored over there. That's really far away. It is uh, some distance from town, uh, not quite a mile, but it's not that far from shore overall, which is uh, not too bad. See, Mark is going to want to sneak over there to the Ladon Blanche and, like, you know, sabotage it, because that's what Mark does. That would not surprise me terribly. Oh, you know, a, a, you know, have the rudder go bad at you know an inopportune time. That, or they just like, shoot have, you. 
on the other hand, traffic, but enough to delay them and shorten. There's nothing to actually delay them from. So, right. There's no reason to do it right now. What are you talking about? They're they're all probably already at the treasury. You're going to have to write that uh, that letter. All right. So you guys are uh, without any cargo at this point, and basically down to nothing on provisions. So uh, you're riding about as high as you'll ever ever see your ride, and uh, you can easily get in that close, uh, possibly closer if you really wanted to push yourself. Oh, um, oh I forgot number one. I need to add, you know, uh, the selling of those two. Uh, Big guns, bigger guns. And I do oh, have right. to add selling of the blade as well. Right. So, yes, uh, Sir Randall is starting to feel the pinch of uh, his purse being a bit light and uh, has been considering ways to solve that. Um, let's see. So what else do we need to deal with here? Oh, right. Uh, I was going to mention that, forgot to mention before that, uh, as you're sailing into Campeche, one of the one of the things you'll notice is that there are quite a lot of ships being built here. They have a fairly serious shipyard going on, which confused the crap out of me for quite a while because given the shallowness of this area, how the hell did they pull off building frigates here? And I did ultimately find the answer, and the answer is they build it halfway and then tow it 11 miles off friggin' shore and then finish it there. That's interesting. So, uh, not only will you see the skeletons of a number of ships being built on shore, you'll see a number of skeletons being finished offshore. Uh, it is a fairly active shipyard, so they build quite a bit here. That's interesting. I, that's, hmm. Just thinking, yeah. about, you know, that's... It's really, really inefficient because they're very vulnerable of, out there. Yeah, well, uh, they're they're vulnerable out there, and then you also have to transport all of the 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 the, the freaking the the lumber uh, and such like that. And like, yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, it would be a huge pain in the butt, but they do it. So there you go. So weird. So as you guys are uh, getting set. Uh, the crew has been discussing amongst themselves about uh, lodgings and that sort of thing. You guys had mentioned that you're going to be here for probably three weeks, so they are going to find need to find something semi-permanent. But uh, for the night, at least, they can uh, just grab the nearest thing and see what they can make of it. So uh, Mr. Bold has been organizing things a little bit. He has been including uh, Mr. Lacroix in that uh, organization and uh, you guys are going to end up uh, at the indicated uh, area this is one of the barrios outside of town um, so it's not the uh, it's not the ritziest place but uh, you guys don't stay in ritzy places anyway it's probably going to keep the rain off probably so having said that uh, that means that they are currently going to be lodging uh, about a third of a mile away from the ship, so well within sight of it, and that's good. Having said that, uh, this is a quote-unquote hostile port. Therefore, uh, you guys will be setting a watch per SOP. So uh, who, how do you want to do the watch? You want one guy, two guys? Uh, how often do you want to rotate? 
Two is one, one is none. Two guys. How do you want to do the shifts on that? What's normal? Actually, you've only got, you know, six crew that aren't PCs. Plus one. You could potentially get Dora to do a shift, I suppose. But uh, do a shift. Your standard. Uh, is also a uh, workaholic, so he's probably going to automatically assume he's part of the watch rotation. You could actually put those PCs on on a watch rotation too. That 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 would make some sense. And Davino's going to be on there, you know, caressing the, the the guns, going, "I'm sorry, he's going to sell you. I'm so sorry." Uh, so normal. Shifts are like uh, four hours a piece, but given that you only need two on at a time, you can get away with long, uh, shorter shifts. Uh, what'd that be if you just did it straight up like that? One, two, three, four, five, six. So that would be two hours a piece. There you go. If everybody were, that's if everybody were on. No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, for example, Sir Randall is not going to take a shift probably. Probably not. He won't volunteer. Let's just say he won't volunteer. On the other hand, uh, you guys could just go ahead and set it at two hours and uh, and just let the rotation be what it is. Yep. So we'll probably get sucked into one because you know, the... or I guess that's uh, that's uh, Captain Hyden's that's Captain Hyden's decision, I suppose. Make it so. All right, two okay. hour shifts. Uh. We'll randomize who's on what, but uh, that'll work. Probably be one PC per shift, uh, unless you've got some overflow. Uh, next question is, uh, since given the situation and the hostility, the potential hostility of the port, uh, will the officers be taking up lodgings in generally the same area as the rest of them? It may be slightly less than they're used to. Hmm. Or shall you seek better lodgings uh, closer in to the city? Well, that would depend on who I can uh, move with and uh, if I can be in I am not including Sir Randall in that. Oh, okay. I'm assuming that Sir Randall is going to look for better lodgings elsewhere. Because that's how he plays man. I, I have status to uphold. Indeed. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a preference, so I may end up being close, may not. How about let's assume that you guys are going to lodge in the same place as the rest of the crew, unless you say otherwise. Any objections to that? You can't see it, but I'm totally giving you a thumbs up. No other comments. Going, going, gone. Objections. All right. Yeah. All right. No objections. Fair enough. So quiet. I just don't know why. Uh, I have a side question relating to the uh, sleeping arrangements. Is uh, up until now, for some reason, it just hasn't really occurred to me to ask, where is Dora sleeping when she's on shore? Because she doesn't have any money. Mm. So what I decided in that regard was that Dora typically will end up sleeping on the ship. Unless somebody invites her or decides to uh, provide her with some lodgings elsewhere. And of course, she can't uh, speak to complain about it. Yeah, well, 
I guess since she's mostly hanging around Spencer, you know, he's probably not even, and he doesn't think much about uh, money. Uh, he's probably going to be willing to, to cover that, Ironically. which will just will just totally uh, cause Sir Randall even more delusions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the assumption will then be that uh, Spencer is going to cover her uh, expenses. Unless she wants to sleep on the ship. There are probably some days where she just ends up going and sleeping on the ship regardless, and uh, she seems perfectly happy to do so. But uh, there are some times when she'll take you up on whatever you're doing as well. I assume that is a separate room. Yeah, presumably. Which will no doubt uh, cause uh, Sir Randall to comment. I'm a gentleman. So, with regard to Sir Randall. I'm not Roger's level. And besides, I have someone that I don't need to do what I normally do. Well, now you do. So, uh, on the ride over with the pilot, uh, as uh, mentioned before, the pilot had been going on and on about politics and local politics and that sort of thing. And uh, as you no doubt will have asked him about Don Marco Enrique Agramonte, or who's that? His cousin specifically who is uh, Jose Herman Agramonte, is the alcalde of this town. Uh, he's effectively mayor. And uh, that mayor is also uh, the, I suppose it's unofficial, Lieutenant Capitan Herral of Yucatan. So the pilot will have informed you, one, of the location where one might find him, uh, that being his uh, hacienda in town, and two, that he is often away on business and uh, is half expecting that he is probably gone uh, at the moment. So, would lead when, uh, Sir Randall to discover that. When Sir Randall goes ashore to check it out, he will go to the, uh, the uh, indicated location and the servants there will tell him that indeed the uh, mayor has gone off to Merida, the capital of Yucatan, to uh, do business there. And they expect him back uh, within the week, possibly Monday, today being Saturday. Right. Well. You will also note uh, in that process that uh, a number of People have referred to uh, have referred to Inara as your uh, as your girl. Well, they aren't wrong, uh, which uh, is making it. In case anyone doesn't understand what that means, is that she doesn't look status two, so they they think she's his servant. Oh. Well, that, I guess, has to change. That's why I'm selling the sword. Indeed. So, having said all that, we will close out uh, day one. And I will give you guys one final uh, opportunity to decide if you want to do something in specific overnight. uh, Other than guard duty. I have nothing in mind. I do have a question for the crew. Uh, with my regards to the letter, 
and I probably should have brought this up earlier. How much risk do we want to put into stopping this letter, knowing that this could cause us all potential problems if it gets into the hands of the leadership here? Because on one hand, we have really nothing to, sh uh, we have no evidence against us other than the letter to say that we're smugglers or pirates. They came onto our ship and inspected it. There's not even a glancing blemish on this ship to show that there was we were even in we even fired the cannons outside of well training. Uh, there's no markings. No, we don't even have a flag. Nothing that would. We like, do have a flag. Well, you know what I mean, like a something that would stand us out as firists. I would assume. I mean, the ship's not been in combat, so there's not even combat damage on it. Well, a good pirate's not going to have any combat damage anyway, but uh, um, just for assembling all the facts together, you know that legally, uh, even just a letter may be enough to warrant something if they decide that because, you know, laws being what they are in this time period, um, just the accusation might be enough. Although, if you got into a protracted legal situation, you would eventually come out and and be able to say, well, there's there is no actual evidence of this, and sometimes that's good enough. But that can also take a lot of money and uh, a long time to uh, get out of the legal system. Right. Not unlike the modern period. So there is there is still going to be some risk if the letter gets out. But uh, you do know that the uh, the mayor is not currently in here in town. Uh, so. The uh, urgency is somewhat less. However, uh, once the captain gets ashore, you don't know what his schedule is or where he's going. So you'd kind of need to figure that out uh, early. Right. And Which one of will. my thoughts is uh, doing the meet and greet on the docks and then the oops and he in the drink yes. he goes with the letter and whatever else that gets hopefully damaged. Or whatever. Or you could just bribe him. So having said that, the... Uh, Sir Randall was putting that question to the partners, I assume. Uh, probably Minus Hayden, who is not there currently. Although, I guess you could have done that when everybody was ashore. Well, we had a long trip to get here. Mm -hmm. So, figure Hayden would definitely be involved because, again, yeah, this is the ship, and, yeah, we risk all the, the craziness that comes with an accusation. So, to re-ask the question on uh, Com Junkie's behalf, does anybody have a problem with uh, taking certain risks to get the letter? Um, yeah, that's one of those. It's like, I don't know if we want to... Depends on how far we want to push that. Cause... I'm definitely not thinking anything like uh, life-threatening on the part of the letter carrier or anything like that. Because that's a little bit too far. <clears throat> I mean, one thing that, you know, uh, occurs to me is if I can ingratiate myself to his staff, whoever staying at his house or whatever, I could even be invited there while he's away and yoink a letter right off the, you know, from Possible. inside. If you can find it. Yeah, if I can find it. Now, uh, while while you guys are considering this question, I I will say 
for uh, expedience sake, that Claude is probably nearby and can hear them talking about snatching things. Which yeah. I would also well, consider, which I would also read, think... So she can't, like, go, oh, hey, it's this one. It's true, but it puts her, you know, she knows what a leather looks like, and she could always do the... And, you know, I'm already going out to buy clothes. How fun would it be to buy a outfit for Claude to look like, and obviously look like a servant to Randall and be invited in to the uh, manor for to stay as is, uh, uh, I don't know, a Batman. Lackey. Lackey, which brings Claude into the household where she could, or he could, you know, potentially look for the letter or be an extra set of eyes. Yeah. Um, Claude will pipe up while the discussion is going on and at least offer to follow them and find out where they're staying so that we know that much. Right. All right. Uh, from Rogers or Hayden, does anybody have any reservations about making a grab here? No, I fully expected to be arrested in a day or two. <laughs> I haven't gotten anybody arrested yet, but there have been opportunities. Oh, my, don't worry, my uh, don't worry, my, uh, my dice will hold up its end of the bargain. Rogers friendly believes we can do this. All right then, Sir Randall has the blessing of the rest of the partners. Roger, Roger. Where we'll proceed to attempt to intercept the letter. I am going to backtrack slightly because I put my notes in the wrong place. Um, as uh, as you guys were uh, getting settled and getting ready to go ashore and get lodgings and stuff, the rest of the crew. Uh, all grabbed all their laundry, as has been the case when you guys have been staying for longer periods. Uh, Mr. Bold has uh, decided that he has to get a new shirt because this one is not going to survive another washing. So uh, he's going to be shopping uh, while ashore. Just a random bit of crew stuff. All right, so you guys have that conversation and... Uh, the evening passes. It's kind of a loud night with the wind, but uh, otherwise, uh, the ground doesn't move beneath you. It doesn't bother me, but maybe takes a bit of reacclimation. Oh, yeah. Sunday. So, a note about Sunday. 25th February, 1725. Come on, man. Uh, there are certain among the PCs who are Catholics, and this being a Catholic country, uh, and being Sunday, they might have some inclinations in that regard. Yeah, Davina is probably a filthy papist. I thought I would mention it in case uh, it hadn't occurred to anyone. Yeah, Davina probably would go. Filthy papists. Rare opportunity to uh, to be in, in a place on a Sunday. Indeed. Well, uh, you guys uh, get up at sunup or whenever you decide to get up, if you're feeling somewhat less uh, industrious this morning, which, you know, you can get away with it. The exception nope. being those on guard. 
Uh, the skies are overcast in the morning uh, as the uh, weather from yesterday hasn't fully departed, but uh, it has the winds have eased somewhat. Oh, forgot one thing. Come on, man. How are you? Who are you putting? Uh, who are you putting in? How are you spotting the Mercurio coming in? Did you, uh, for example, have one of the guys on watch uh, designated to, or just whoever's on watch to be watching for the Mercurio to arrive? Seems like the logical thing to do. Yes. Okay. In the morning, then, somebody is alerted to the fact that uh, uh, the Mercurio has indeed arrived. And uh, let's see. I really should have put that somewhere a little more handy now that I think about it. Bad GM, bad. No, nope, not that one. Not that one either. Um, did Sereno get a hotel in town, or did he bite it and stay close for the time Probably being? Probably for the night, uh, stay close because we're expecting to hear the yeah. arrival. Indeed. And you do indeed. Oh, not Dora. Actually, okay, it is Dora. Uh, yeah, Dora got up this morning, and uh, she goes and knocks on Spencer's door and, and makes the uh, ship sign. Hmm, okay, yes, there's ship. And uh, points out there, and you see, uh, in fact, the Mercurio is pulling into port. Right. Or, so... you know, into the, come on. Into the thing. So, uh you know that uh, Sir Randall was waiting on it to arrive, and there it is. Right, so I'm going to go knock on Sir Randall and Inara's door. Let him know. All right. So we'll prepare to step out. Then. And then I'm going to think uh, seriously think about going back to bed. Nope, I'm assuming we have time to not have to necessarily rush out there. Right, so you know it takes a long time for the ships are slow. And they've also got to, uh, they're going to have to anchor some distance away and then boat in. So it's its going to take a little while. But uh, you do kind of have to get to it. And you were taking Claude with you, I seem to recall. Yeah, Claude went with him. I think, given all that, we will take a brief intermission how old is Randall? We will take a brief intermission in a second. Apparently 30. 30? How, 30? 30? How old is Claude? 15? Like 15. 15, yeah. So it is possible that Randall could yes. be her secret dad. <laughs> Unlikely. Be weird. <laughs> Daniel, I demand you make this happen. He's been demanding this for a long time. I'm not requesting. I am demanding. Uh, I did consider it, but no. Need drama. I listen to Mark. He approves. In the meantime, it'll be great because neither one of them will know. And how long will it take before they find out? Uh -huh. All right, intermission. Come back. Deal with the uh, the upcoming the results of the cliffhanger from last week. Wow, we're getting started early for the intermission. Yay. And so uh, back to where we left off from the previous week. Uh, Sir Randall and Inara and 
Claude are at the main dock in Campeche, uh, which looks roughly like so. This is an actual drawing, but it's like freaking 100 years later. So it probably doesn't look too different. At any rate, uh, the they got the report of the Mercurio arriving. And as they are arriving at the dock, uh, they note that there are two boats leaving uh, from the Mercurio, uh, one of which is currently arriving at the dock containing the captain who is bearing parcels of letters and such, and the second boat, which is some distance away, still uh, still rowing in. Uh, it has another interesting passenger, which uh, Sir Randall has identified as Handsome Ned Long. At that point, uh, apparently Sir Randall has had a reaction to this, and uh, Inara, sensing uh, a disturbance in the force, asks him, what, what's, uh, what's wrong? Now, is this a scenario where Ned can see us as just as easily as we see him? Uh, I would say he's probably about 50, 100 yards out. Um, you recognize him because you've seen him up close. And uh, shot him chances the are he probably could recognize you, but he's not like pointing at you or anything. He totally needs to point at uh, at uh, Randall like uh, body snatchers. He is not doing this. That's sad. Claude about is... how, how how far out is he? Like approximate time wise oh uh time wise um i'd say you got 10 minutes since we've been charged with his murder we should open the gun ports and uh, ensure that he is dead <laughs> unfortunately you have to go out to the ship to open the gun ports and the spanish you might see. disapprove well you see accused of killing that man Accused, obviously, since he's very much alive and on his way here. He's caused us nothing but grief since our first encounter. In fact, starting, you know, introducing himself almost nearly as our, you know, to be soon to be murderer. I wonder if uh, you've brought him up as a part of your uh, merman tales. Hmm. But I don't think he's a merman. No, but he's an interesting person, I suppose. I probably have brought him up as the, uh, you know, and there I was accused of murder. <laughs> but he well, never you did. have uh, restrained your impulsiveness. What was your impulse? I was going to draw a gun. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, uh, Inara, sensing your tension and uh, hostility, will pat you on the arm and basically say, why don't you let me handle this uh, while you uh, keep an eye on him? And she will advance towards the captain and sort of start helping him as he is climbing up on the, to the jetty. Gotcha. So she's taking care of the captain for now. And taking sort of... of uh, Whoa. I'm assuming that uh, Sir Randall is sort of transfixed on Mr. Long and not paying great attention to what Inara is doing, but uh, he is at least partly going to be interested enough to know notice 
that uh, she is basically telling the councilman or telling the captain that she is related to the councilman who is out of town and was sent to fetch the letter for him. And you note that although she is certainly not dressed the part, uh, she seems to be pulling it off rather smoothly. Well, that's why I'm drawn to her. She's like me, only better because she's a woman. You are now aware that she has a smooth talker at two. Hey, no, I have talker. But... Hey, dog. I thought you had smooth talker. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Excuse me. No, I just that didn't sound right. Yeah, she's four. smooth operator. She's also got a allure at one, nice. which uh, total combined gets her, with her being very beautiful, uh, gets her a 20 in sex appeal. Holy cow. Uh-huh. That's just like one or two points. I'm aiming Speaking high. of which, I haven't handed off the character yet for you to tweak it, but... Uh, That's fine. We'll get around to that. Honestly, at any rate, make, you, I, I, you're perfectly fine to do what you need. So uh, Sir Randall is paying half attention while she's doing that. And uh, it, she comes back to your side while you are still transfixed on, uh, on Mr. Long. The captain and everybody else that was in the boat uh, moves along uh, without much of a second thought. Uh, he says something to uh, Inara as he passes, like, uh, you know, give my regards to your father, yada, yada, something like that. Clearly, she did well. All in Spanish, of course. Well, and she will uh, tell you that it is done. She hit the big red button there. That was easy. And yeah, she, right. Uh, she shoves the uh, letter into your into your jacket. You never cease to amaze me, my dear. Ah. And in the meantime, this is about how long it takes for uh, for the other boat to arrive at the jetty, and it is in the process of throwing the mooring lines over. And uh, I will meet him that. as they're getting ready to moor, and I'll be like, "So, I see the rumors of your death are uh, greatly exaggerated." He looks up at you and says, uh, "He looks at." Let me rephrase that. He looks up at you like, "Why are you talking to me?" And says, uh, "Who are you again?" And uh, I will laugh. What a like, now you will also recall that. Uh, when you spoke to Ufa, Ufa Holst in Nassau, that uh, he threw some bald-faced lies out there and very nearly pulled it off without you realizing it. Oh, come, come, Mr. Long. I mean, Mr. Ufa Holst, Mr. <laughs> and then, uh, didn't he go by another name? You are not aware of another name that he went by. Okay, no. So uh, you insist that uh, he knows you? Well, I, I, I will, you know, it's like, huh. I mean, but, you know, I guess you're on some assignment, wink, wink, you know. And uh, while you may not remember me, as, you know, you, you claim, I do remember you. And I do, will say that uh, <clears throat> if uh, you wish to keep the rumors of your death, only rumors. You will, you will keep some distance from myself and my crew. 
I hope this is understood. In his uh, sort of mousy voice that he typically has, he says, uh, I do not know what you're on about, sir, but I would advise you to keep your distance. As I said. And he will continue walking as if you're not even there. Wow, he went through you. Not quite that much. Not quite that much. I hope you don't get, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope nothing impacts your, you know, uh, or messes with your memory any further. Like, say, something, uh, tra- yeah, how would I say that? A musket ball or fucking uh-huh. some witty say- things to say. I say something witty. I, uh... <laughs> I say something witty. I want to use that. Roll the, roll the, roll the dice to see if you say something witty. Uh, what would that be? Fast talk, probably. Actually, fast. Oh, you know, I think uh, they do have a thing for uh, ridicule, and I think I'm you can use, use fast talk for it. I know, right? I wish I could. You know what? I said something witty. So there. Yeah, it's like the you know you're playing a game and you have a bunch of witty lines that come up and you're like, ooh, which one's better? <laughs> as well, uh, just... as you turn, as you turn back to uh, to look at him and uh, and launch your quip. You see that he has paused briefly uh, while looking directly into the eyes of a strange woman who is further down the docks. Oh, God, distant. it's Drusilla. It's a vampire. It's a vampire. You can, you can tell that they've locked eyes. And then she turns around and walks back through the gate. To eat some people. I have no idea. From what show? <laughs> Buffy. Oh, what? Drusilla. Is that her? I can't. Yep. It's been so long since I watched Buffy, yeah, it though. It may have been a while. So Claude is going to kind of, after they exit stage left, Claude's going to tug on, uh, tug on Randall's. Eating. Well, she, he'll tug on Randall's sleeve and say, you want me to keep eyes on him? As long as you do not put yourself in danger, am I clear? He is a very dangerous man. Claude will just shrug and say, "Yeah, no, nobody pays attention to kids." And uh, sing, pa. Claude will go uh, shadow <laughs> shadow them and see where they go. Whatever you say, Dad. It's a thing now. It's a thing now. Sorry. No, that's what you know. That would be what happens. Starts happening is everyone start. You know, somebody starts the rumors. Like, have you anyone ever noticed that Claude bears a striking resemblance to Randall? And then, uh, then you start having these weird questions. Like, how old are you? You know, it's like, yeah. The, what do the you random... mean? Someone starts the rumors. So basically, <laughs> you're going to retaliate for you constantly. You know, going wink, wink, nudge, nudge around Dora. So it, so basically what will happen is one day Claude's going to be like toddling off somewhere and Randall's going to be like, hey, that mole on the back of Claude's neck is in the same spot as a mole that I have on the back of my neck. <laughs> what a twist. How does so he know that? Every one of his lovers is freaked out about the, the giant mole on the back of his neck. Oh, how, how does Claude know that? Oh, what? No, I was saying Randall will see that one day. He's like, Claude's walking. Claude can't see the mole on the back of his neck. Right. Yeah, he's saying Randall sees the mole on the back of Claude's neck. 
Come on, GM, wake up. Yeah, well, you know, I've got other things on my mind right now. Like how um, to make uh like how to make her his, his daughter, son, whatever. <laughs> Lieutenant Rogers was uh was uh leaving the hotel early the early in the morning to uh I don't know, wander around. Maybe he was headed headed out for a, a shift on the ship or whatever. Uh when he is approached by a well dressed black fellow uh I was hoping who, it was a strange woman who's gonna eat him. He uh finds you and asks you in English if uh you are from this ship over here? Uh pointing back at the Grace. Um give me a second. <clears throat> no, I don't have body language. Um well, you don't need body language as a skill to be able to read body language, just uh, specific uh, usages of it. Um, you are definitely going to get the servant vibe from this guy. Uh, and why might you wish to know which ship I'm from? Uh, that is the ship of a Sir Randall Payne, is it not? I have a message have from a message. my master for him. Oh, well... I suggest you continue walking on to that ship and deliver your message to whomever you believe is on it. You do know that the ship is in the water. You cannot yep, walk you to cannot. it. I see. I see. Oh, I understand. Yes, it is that yes, anchor. It is that anchor. Very well. Um, what is the message? He will hand you a note. And say, uh, his, uh, your, Mr. Sorry, brain fart. Sarandal has been cordially invited to dine with, uh, Master Gordon Reed at his hacienda in town, uh, this evening. Excellent. I'll make sure this gets to the individual. Very well and good day, sir. I, um. Uh... I look at the note. Is it on fine paper? What's it like? Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty spiffy as far as letters go, I guess. Uh, there is a seal on it. Um, you don't recognize it. Although, I, uh, oh. Uh, you can make... Well, yeah. I should have made you roll that earlier. He can try to make. We know how he rolls. He's make an IQ roll. Let's make an IQ roll. All yep. Right. He? The uh, the name Gordon Reed does sound kind of familiar, but you're not able to quite put your finger on it just yet. It'll come to you later. Come to you later. Okay. Let's see what's next. Um, Davino has decided to attend mass at the. Uh, it's not a cathedral yet, technically. It's just a big church, but uh, it's it's just off the main square in town, uh, which is just right on the other side of the uh, the docks. So technically, you're in kind of the same area as uh, as Payne right now, although he's probably on his way doing something else. Uh, let's see. Uh, are you? Well, I was going to ask, are you taking anything with you? But Really, why would you do that? Yeah, no, it's church. Um, He's taking his sins with him. He is doing that. 
that the future Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception Cathedral? You attend Mass. It is uh, in Spanish, as expected. Uh, you have Spanish accented, so you don't pick up all of it, but you get the Latin probably, or at least you're roughly familiar with it. Uh, there are a couple of things you notice during the proceedings. Uh, one is that, where is it? Uh, early on in the service, uh, the priest points out a particular uh, attendant that is also there in a uh, pride of place up up toward the front and has him stand as he uh introduces juan francesco de prado who uh is visiting from cartagena do you understand the rights that he has uh, listed them <laughs> and that reminds me that spencer did not get an opportunity to say something to davino right yep did he take that opportunity? Yes, I did. I meant to. Uh, that, that's actually in my freaking uh, personal notes. And look at that. I went and forgot about it. What did you tell Davino? I had a weird dream about a spider lady who was saying that the hunter, probably Davino, was being hunted. And to beware the guy in red, I think, or the man in red. I think yes. that's what they said. Uh, she said Actually, the red me, man specifically. Let, uh, the red man. Let me see if that part. Um, oh, hey, it didn't uh, uh, slip my mind. There you go. Huh. So, Davino will note that uh, this guy does appear to be a priest. He is attired as a priest. However, he is also wearing red. And it makes him pause. The Inquisition. Here we go. We know your wish. That we go away because I feel like I should oh, yeah, have interrupted that. <laughs> uh, Davino will notice a second thing on his way out uh, after the service is over that uh, somebody slipped in behind him that uh, Mr. Moggridge uh, did also come and attend We mass. have two filthy papists aboard? And you note each other's presence, and, uh, and, and you are neither of you noticed. <laughs> I wouldn't think Davino would be like, uh, yeah, Davino probably to... wouldn't yeah, be as uh, worried. No, nah, it wouldn't mean anything to him. So he uh, he kind of lags behind, lets you catch up to him, and he said, uh, and he kind of says a, a bit low, says, "Let's uh." Let's keep this to our between ourselves, sir, if you please. Oh, very well. But why? Let's see. Um, just to establish the particulars, what was the next and then, thing? Then that, Nara uh, drags me to uh, mass. Well, that may come later. It's also worth noting that Margaret doesn't actually speak Spanish either, so he didn't get half of that. Great. I'm going to get dragged to mass just to translate it for the two. Um, well, what was... it's mostly the prayers, but everyone knows the prayers, so. Indeed. You kind of get the gist. Uh, what was Sir Randall's next uh, operation? After uh, sell the, the sword letter? and go buy a dress and... Uh, sword first? Sword first to get the funds, then and go then he find a... a dress because, you know, he thinks his calves would look really great in that dress. Uh, is he getting help? 
Uh, I don't know. And I will make it known that he's attempting to sell it, but I think he's... No, he doesn't need help. Not to sell. He's got merchant. At least he'd, he'd be aware right. that he's being... Um, I mean, he'll ask around if there's, you know. Well, uh, Spencer's probably going to coordinate with Davino to figure out which of the two uh, right. four-pounders to get rid of so he can, like, go, this one is worse than the, the other two, and I'm not sure about that one, but these two are the, the quality ones. We're going to keep them. I've got this I mean, image of uh, Davino down in the hold sitting off to one side, looking at all the cannon lined up in front of him and talking to him, saying, all right, which one One of you, two of you has to go, and I'm taking volunteers. Oh, no, that's totally how he treats the guns, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we'll say Spencer is going to get with Davino uh, after Mass, probably, and uh, probably head back over to the ship to, to poke around at the guns and figure out which ones and how you guys are going to get them off the ship. Uh, speaking well, of which, when you that. when you uh, go over to the ship, uh, one of the crewmen catches you and says, uh, "You know, we should probably see about renting another boat. If we're going to be going back and forth like this all the time. Wonder if we could. Uh, it's probably bold doing this too. And uh, says that maybe we could uh, release some company funds to that end. Sure, that sounds like a good idea." deal with that later at any rate uh so um unless rogers or hayden has anything else they need to do uh aside from their uh sops we will move forward Don't and move. i accidentally scrolled up so claude was gonna shadow i think handsome ned just to kind of see where they go if they if they're up to anything right healthy. He's going to see the vampire lady eat him. So I mean, you roll a shadowing while Sir Randall rolls merchant. Do you want it in the box or? Open's fine. Tried to fail. All right. So for Claude, uh, don't get very far into the square before there's a bit of a crowd going and you're you're following which one are you following are you following ned or are you following the, the woman uh ned i don't think claude would have tagged on to them locking eyes or anything yeah well and claude knows ned at least a little better so uh easier to recognize uh but yeah you totally lose him in the crowd great you just poof right around the corner gone he goes to jail. maybe he's a vampire that would explain why he's still alive. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a daywalker. Well, if you actually read Dracula, he didn't have a lot of issues with running around in the daylight. That was something that was sort of added to the lore later. Gotcha. Okay. So Claude will kind of hover around the little square and and then eventually give up and make his way back to um, wherever everybody else is. And if oh, everybody's okay. gone, then Claude will go to SOP. Back and, to temporary headquarters. Yeah. In fact, uh, about the temporary headquarters, uh, one of the things Bold is probably going to be organizing is trying to trying to go around finding a place uh, longer term. 
hopefully in the same general area, so uh, you guys still have a good view of the ship and all that. Sir Randall uh, starts uh, going around town and asking about the sword, or asking about selling the sword. Um, one of the first things you're going to note is, uh, as you talk to a couple of uh, well-to-do merchant types, uh, you're starting to get the impression you have a reputation around here. Front row. In fact, uh, they they seem to have gotten the impression you are some kind of rake and or ne'er-do-well. Well, they're not wrong. Why they have your name? Oh, I know why. I know entirely why. And when I meet him again, I'm. it's going to... Oh, I know why. Well, I, I will say it's like... <clears throat> Let's see, how would I, I would approach that as a way of not outright denying it, because that would be a lie. Um, but I would definitely yes, downplay it. you never it. lie. I know, right? <laughs> you just um, go up. <laughs> but I, 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 I would, oh, I try and downplay it and, and, and kind of laugh it up. It's like, if, if, you know, Kind of that. If I only wish I could be, you know, as uh, um, rakish or whatever. I bet that. I bet that bloody frog told you that. Yeah. You oh know yeah. What he does like... with his dog. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Throw it. Yeah, turn it. Yeah, turn it. And I was like, I, I think you know, I, I, I think the, uh, the author of such slander is, is, is a bit jealous and. Uh, um. Yeah, I'll I'll make a point of making it uh, the you know, pointing out that the author is is probably just jealous of me and uh, my accomplishments. That you know he finds it uh, hilarious to uh, spread rumors prior to my arrival. Two quick side questions. One, what did you do with the letter? It's probably in my pocket, still. So you're just Actually, hanging on to it. Yep. You should probably find a place to read it and then like oops drop it into the fire it's true uh question number two uh nosh is rogers going to seek out sir randall or is he just going to wait to see if he drops by later oh i think i'll seek him out all right then but how would i do that like spread or or or, or start a rumor in return um i believe there's obvious i it's going to be in social engineering I'll I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. I don't recall right off the top of my head, but it's probably going to involve, you know, the usual suspects. Right, right. Spreading rumors. Uh, at any rate, uh, despite your uh, difficulties, uh, at the very least, you've got a perfectly good translator, so you don't have to worry about uh, the accented part of the language. Um, and they will indeed... Uh, point you to a particular person to uh they they say that he is a collector of rare things and uh maybe interested in purchasing a, a fancy sword if you have it nice and his name is bob imran wasil ferron imran wasil ferron senor ferron Imran, what like, is that Spanish? Some of it. Okay. Great. You're about to run into another uh, immortal guy and not know it. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so don't forget, uh, I was actually rereading through the, uh, the, 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 the stuff and listen to the, the, some of this stuff. Don't forget if he asks about uh, Solomon, is that what, what, mm-hmm. what yeah. we knew? Yes, because when we said, oh, we won't tell anybody about you, and Solomon said, what are you talking about? You know, tell everybody. Just make sure that you get paid well for it. Gotcha. Uh, so, do you have the sword with you? Or do you need to go back yes. and fetch it? No, I have the sword with me. Probably so brought wrapped it, up. Brought it with you to the docks? Or you went well, to it's probably, it like, back it's probably like wrapped in a, a, a cover and just slung over. Like, because yes. okay. my intent was to go to the docks, see what I could do, if we could do something, which we were able to, and then move along. And possibly cut his head off with it. Well, you know, you know, if, if the head cutting doesn't work, then I'm going to go seek out Davino and ask, hey, there was some rumor about this thing being a monster killer, right? Can you shoot this guy and see if it works? Uh, so you are going to head off in the general direction that you were given. Uh, for simplicity's sake, we will say that you are encountered by Lieutenant Rogers on the way there. Ah, Sir Randall. How pleasant, are you? Uh, pleasant, uh, pleasant meeting you here. Brings you, I, out, uh, brings you out. Well, I came finding you. I uh, Someone dropped this off and uh, asked me to give it to you. Oh. I believe you've been invited to a soiree. I, I, I was like, oh, I have, oh, have I? A soiree yeah. of the damned. Oh, well, that's much less in in, intriguing and uh, inviting. I don't know. I um, find that even more intriguing. I, I well, anyway, it's like uh, I definitely uh, uh, it's like uh, ha- having heard the you know very, I, I open it in front with with you guys there, and it's like I uh, want to take any uh, polls on uh, if Mister uh, um, Mor- uh, if Maurice Bonsignard might be uh, behind this or uh, another guest of this uh, individual and I'll read the letter the letter is as uh, as the servant stated you are invited to dine at the Hacienda of Gordon Reed this evening and it gives a time uh, it's pretty late well it seems uh, does it uh, say numbers like one uh, with plus one or that kind of thing. Oh, uh, any uh, limits you know, on how I'm many into... guests I can bring? Just bring the entire crew. They're all going to die. Oh, <laughs> hey, it is, you know. Eyes wide shut with vampires. Shudder. Uh, the letter will say that guests are, or other guests are welcome as well. Friends or friends. I think would probably be the word used. Okay. Um, well, my dear, I, it seems like we we're, we must make a further haste in getting you properly attired for the soiree. Lieutenant Rogers, would you be willing to join us for said soiree? And if you do happen to see Miss uh, or uh, Mister Lacroix, please ensure that he, he too is aware and uh, to come find me and uh, at the local tailor. I too, he will also need a suit. And, uh, yeah. and uh, feel free to invite the partners. How about that? And uh, Mr. LaCroix, how about that? I'll just put it out I'll there like that. There. I'll uh, gather, I'll gather them up and I'll send LaCroix your way. 
spiffy. Excellent. And I tell him that, you know, I'm going to, you know, uh, sell this and then uh, head to the, uh, uh, to a tailor, seamstress, whatever, tinker tailor. I heard he was a soldier, though. Soldier tinker tailor? Couldn't be a spy, though. Never a spy. That's ridiculous. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, oh, right. Uh, so, brief departure. Uh, as Lieutenant Rogers goes back and starts uh, looking for the other partners, uh, that being Haydn and Spencer and Palange at the moment. Spencer and Palange are probably or returning from the boat at this uh, point, having... Uh, or offloading and, a couple of the guns, uh, trying to. You are not the two of you going to offload those. I don't recall how much those weigh, but the two-pounders weigh 250 pounds apiece. My well, guess would, would it be possible? They'd probably be 500 pounds if you just double them, because... I don't think pounder, it's exactly pounder. double, but it might be. I'll look. Would it be possible to find a buyer and have them row out to come pick them up? That is actually it is what possible. I was thinking about. Gotcha. Regardless, uh, uh, Spencer and Palange return from the boat. Palange in tears. <laughs> the monkey is not. Uh, so Rogers will find them. Uh, they were, or Hayden was quite possibly heading out that direction just to see what they came up with or, or whatever. So you just luckily happen to be all right in the same place when uh, Mr. Hooper shows up. Oh, dear. He says, Captain, Captain. What is it? And he says, you remember uh, back at back at Harbor Island, or after Harbor Island, and I asked you if I should have said something about that big ugly guy, and you said, yes, I should have told you. Well, I'm telling you now, that big ugly guy is here. Well. It's like right outside of town on the beach, just kind of sitting there or walking around. I don't know what he's up to, but he's just as ugly as I remember him. Come on, I'll show you. Lead the way. And uh, you guys are not that far away at this point, maybe a third of a mile or something like that, uh, to the edge of the uh, the barrio. And uh, you can see down the beach, this is kind of in between little settled areas. There's a lot of little huts and, and cottages and that sort of thing here and there, and jetties, and a little further down is, is the uh, some of the shipyards and that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, there is this dude. He is—he's very tall. He is not exactly an attractive fellow. Um, scraggly hair looks like he's wearing rags or something like that. He's out in front of this uh, improvised lean-to shelter thing, and he's basically just pacing back and forth in the uh, in the surf, uh, just at the edge of it. With his feet wet. Looks kind of like that. Yep. He's a big, ugly guy. And uh, other than that... Is that the Mad Max dude? Yeah. He was in one of the Mad Maxes? Oh, yeah. That, second yeah. One. Yeah. He was... No? Oh, yeah. He was in... The, well, he was in the second one and in the third one. Yeah, that's no. true. Yeah, that's right. One, yeah. Damn, those things are heavy. Yeah, they are not light. Not enough runway. Not enough runway. I am looking. I found this 1785 British four pounder that's smooth bore and it weighs 868 pounds, 394 kilograms. 
I suspect ours would weigh less because this one does look like it's got filigree and stuff like that, but uh, not I by have much. On the, I have a weight on the spreadsheet. Yeah, I've got 800 on the spreadsheet. Uh, Ooh, minion buddy. is the specific term for uh, that particular one, although I don't think that's actually correct. Well, carry on. I was just curious. At any rate. Uh, so, having, uh, first off, in case uh, somebody ha here has forgotten and in case somebody watching uh, never knew in the first place, um, at Harbor Island about two weeks ago-ish, no, it'd be more, almost two and a half, three weeks, uh, in-game, Hooper was accosted by a very large, ugly fellow who demanded to know where they were going before he wriggled free and ran off. That is, Hooper did, not the big guy. And nobody knew anything about it. And he's just wading back and forth in the water. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell if he's watching anything in particular. It doesn't look like he's looking at your ship or anything like that. He's just walking back and forth. He's a he could be a merman. We... Uh... We should come at him from multiple sides, so he can't make his escape. Come at him to do what? Question him. Why it is he wanted to know where we're going. And then, of all places... Um, How did he get here? Yeah. It is an awful coincidence, given how you know many other places he could have gone. Indeed. So, Technically, guess, how do you think you would execute this? I with will roll flare, tactics. He will do it with flair suppose you could. and style. And wow. I have no idea. That is awesome. That's, A 17. That nice. is pretty damn rare. Um, um, let's see. Who else? Well, apparently, Hyden's a little confused right now, just at the insanity of it all, I guess. He's taken aback by how ugly that guy is. Uh, I was going to say that uh, there's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 yards between uh, yourself and his location um, as far as the, the edge of where you might have some cover here. Now, there are trees and, and brush and that sort of thing behind him, but on the other side, you've got the beach and water, so there's really not a whole lot out here. So sneaking up on him is potentially possible if you go through the brush, but uh, tricky still. Well, the intention was to come sort of north and south of him so he couldn't flee up the beach or down the beach um, and then approach him from the scrub. Did all four of you go? I didn't I assume... actually have, ask if everybody was going. I assumed everyone went. Uh, who, wait, who is the four? Because it was uh, Hayden, Rogers, Spencer, and uh, Palange were uh, present at the time Hooper showed up. Um, yeah, if... Uh, oh, I'm nosy. Uh, absolutely, That's I'm going to go. Because I want to find out how he caught up with us and got us here. All right. I don't know about Lieutenant Rogers or uh, Mr. Palange. Sure. Uh -huh. Well, if I'm... If I intersected with these people, and that's when uh, Hooper came forward, I'll, I'll I'll go down as well. That's well, the spirit. I tell you what we'll do. 
is let you guys simmer on that for a bit while we go back to well I don't know if Com Junkie does, is actually still AFK. Does left and Rogers have uh, tactics? See, see, he could potentially, you know, when uh, when uh, Captain well, Hayden suppose, starts thinking about it, you know, Rogers could also be thinking about it. Suppose if he assisted well, him, yeah. he could bring him over into uh, success territory as well. No, because it was a seventeen on the dice. Otherwise, I would have bennied it. Yeah, but your skill is sufficiently high that that's not an automatic. Uh, fail. Well, it's not a crit no, fail. 17 and 18 are always a fail. fail. That's true. He would have to re Well, yeah, whatever. Uh, Rogers can make a roll if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what is tactics uh, un, um, you know, untrained? Uh, I think it's, it's a hard six. skill. IQ minus 6. Alright, well, you guys think about that for a minute while uh, we switch back to Sir Randall. Now, Sir Randall, where did I put that? Ah, there we are. Ah! You... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those days. Sir Randall uh, was given directions to the home of Mr. Imran, and he will take the sword there. He has Inara with him, and he will be greeted at the door by a guy... Right for the podcast. Who responds? For the podcast, uh, Rogers failed his tactics roll by five, and Spencer made an untrained one and succeeded by zero. We need to remember to do that for the stupid podcast. Well, yeah. Uh, Sarandal is greeted at the uh, door of this uh, home by this fellow uh, who looks somewhat less angry than this picture. That was just the best one I could find. He seems very friendly, uh -huh. not angry. And he uh -huh. says, uh, uh, Bienvenido. Uh, come here. So he asks you, how can I help you? You know, and uh, Quick, draw the sword and attack him and see what happens. <laughs> Go for the head or neck. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, I, I will, it's like, yeah, greetings. Uh, good morning to you, sir. My, you know, my name is you know uh, Randall Payne. Uh, you uh, you have come highly recommended as a uh, choir of uh, interesting and uh, uh, valuable things. In fact, yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, particularly when it comes to blades, <clears throat> I have blades, one such say. blade. I, Yes, and I have one such blade that I am trying to find a uh, a suitable buyer for. Indeed. Well, come in, come in. And who might you be? And I will introduce her. Oh, um, ah, you know, Randall Payne, you know, you know uh, owner of a, I guess, for a That is vessel. a lot of stuff in there. So this isn't, obviously, this is generic, but uh, it's... Uh, it is kind of like it's that. It's been shared, There's so this is cluttered. exactly what it looks like. There is stuff all over the place, uh, and a lot of that stuff is what you might classify as antiques. Uh, there are a lot of weapons, swords, that sort of thing. Some of them very impressive. You uh, I will show him what you exclaim have. and uh, and uh, regard his collection, and definitely be impressed. I'm oh, going to be interested to see if uh, 
if Payne tells the the actual story of of how he got that. Well, I was told to, and to. He cut off his head, and there was lightning, and so weird. Well, well, I don't know if I tell it exactly like that initially. Well, yeah, but you have the what is it? The storytelling thing, so you yes, make it yes, sound I really do. cool. This is true. Well, Gotta he have says to use it. He starts looking it over. At, and first, he asks permission to to handle it, and uh, he examines it closely and. Uh, the first off, he's like, "Well, this is a very beautiful piece, very fine." And uh, he he looks closely. Ah, uh, there's the uh, the maker's mark on this. Hmm, you know what that means. And he examines it a little more and asks, uh, "How did you come by this?" I was uh, gifted it by a uh, Mr. Solomon, right? Uh, we had assisted him in uh, Jeffrey de Solomon, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey de Solomon. We assisted him in uh, uh, one of his endeavors, and in doing so, uh, he rewarded us with this. I tell you what, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give you a, an open uh, body language roll because you're gonna know eventually the results. No, he's not. Which you no, are not, not doing not well. Not by five. So. Not fail by five. Uh, so you don't uh, read any additional uh, body language into the current It's all the often distracting stuff. Um, so you, yeah, you uh, mentioned Solomon and all that. And uh, he kind of uh, responds back. It's, well, you see this... Uh, you see this mark here? This is the personal mark of uh, a man named Falco Renders. And he asked, have you seen this man? Perhaps with Mr. Solomon. I don't know that I'm familiar with the name. Uh, that name is, in fact, the name of the guy uh, whom oh, Mr. Solomon met. Gotcha. Yes, actually. Um... I believe this is this the very is individual. Man. This was the uh, very man, the uh, Mr. Solomon, uh, had us assist him with. Well, we didn't really assist him. Well, we just took him there, or we just took him, brought him to shore. And... We assisted uh, in the meeting between the two. Which turned and, we... uh, at this point, you don't need body language to 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 pick up on the sort of knowing grin on his face as he says, and would this meeting involved a beheading at all? I will look as surprised like, you are quite astute, Miss, uh, uh, good sir. It, it did indeed, along with, uh, surprisingly enough, a rather interesting storm of lightning. Please I would have expected as much. So, uh... Oh, come on, can I, can I roll a maybe a storytelling one? I recant the tale, or do I need to? I don't even know. Well, you don't really, really need to here, I suppose. Um, well, so let's see. At this point, he says, "Well, as it happens, I am aware of Mr. Solomon, and uh, I am interested in uh, his goings on. And it seems you have uh, you have encountered an interesting tale of his." 
I I really need to to write this down. So he uh he goes over and starts uh, scrounging through some papers and stuff, and uh, and uh, comes back and and starts uh getting your dictation on the the story. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is probably the first time Inara is hearing any of this. Probably true. And she's kind of uh what? Well, it depends on how well he does on his uh, storytelling role. So based off of what I've seen with the roles thus far tonight, it's not going to go so. His, well. his his storytelling is like, yeah, they drew sword, they they shot at each other, they drew swords, and saw him and cut his head off. The end. I recount how we met him in uh, one port, brought him to the other location, and uh, we found him in docks. Or we the got stocks. him out. Uh, got him out. No, it wasn't stocks. It was like crow's nest. Something like that. Or was it a pillory? No, it was... uh, It was under arrest. Damn it. Gibbet. Gibbets and crows. Uh, So, as you are recounting the story, and he does not interrupt you, he lets you you go on as he scribbles, uh, but uh, at a a particular pause, he'll work in, do you have any proof of this? Uh, uh, Records, perhaps. Logging? That sort of thing. Uh, I would. Well, you know, our our logs would such records of our travels would be a would be on our ship. It'd be possible for me to see this. Perhaps uh, uh, make some copies. I'm sure such things can be arranged for a price. Well, for, oh, yeah. I know you wouldn't necessarily say that, but he hasn't quite asked the the, the t- uh, titular question. Well, you did. Uh, you did come here and say that you were uh, you were here to sell the sword. Yes. And so, uh, at at some point in this process, afterward, he'll he'll come back to the uh, the part about the selling and said, "Okay, so so he gave this to you free and clear, and uh, I see no reason uh, why that should be any problem." So, uh, yes, absolutely, I will buy this from you. This is this is an important piece. Uh and he uh, goes and digs through some papers over here and a couple of papers over there and counts some stuff on his fingers and said, uh, I feel I can offer you 64 pistolas for the Skivana and your uh, information. Now, for the record, 64 pistolas, those are gold coins. Uh, roughly equivalent to the crown. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, and I would be quite aware that. Uh, okay. So there. Did you you picked up connoisseur? I did treasure. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. Okay. Well, this not being zero. I guess technically this is sort of an artifact in a way. Well, that's what I wrote in. I didn't know what the best way to describe it as. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm I still trying to like my recommendation. At any rate, um, yeah. So your your appraisal at this point, uh, not only knowing artifacts but also knowing swords, uh, you'd say this is a this is a pretty good price, and there's a little over, obviously, for the information. You don't know what the over under is on that, but. Uh, Right. But yeah, this isn't bad. Um, <laughs> I will uh, 
Did we know? Did he did tell us where he was heading to next, right? No, he, he did not. joined a schooner. Uh, oh, he joined a schooner. Thing. Yeah, oh, an the... undermanned schooner uh, that the British had impressed some people. That's right. So yeah, he joined them to joined as the acting captain. I so, think he did say that he wanted to get them to take him to Bermuda or something. Yeah, I thought there was. So yes. it's like that is quite the the fair price, um, and you know you honor me as with such. And as I'm, you know, as we start to, oh, you gonna haggle? By the way, oh yeah, I guess I can haggle a little bit, but I, I will also kind of, you know, do the, and you know, kind of on a side note, it's like he did mention where he was going. I don't know if that would be of any interest to you. And and additional interest. Oh, do tell. Oh well, oh, I mean. Boy. I, I, yeah, that information uh, he did say he, that information he did explicitly say would uh, come at some cost to the desire of such. As you uh, as you say that, you hear him muttering in uh, in what you presume to be Arabic, and uh, maybe the name Solomon is in there somewhere. Damn it! I don't speak Arabic. I need to learn Arabic. Okay, and uh, he says, "Yes, of course." You said sixty-four pistolas. Yeah. So uh, if you, you want to make a merchant on that, you can go ahead and haggle. Uh, Here comes the eighteen. Oh. Oh, good luck. Oh. Know what you're up to there? It's like, why did that take so long? Oh, good God! Success by four. Well, that's not. I almost looked like it was going to roll land on another one. I say you take okay. the fail by one instead of the success by four or success by two, because that's how. It but works, you right? can probably probably don't want to listen to me right now. Nah, I'm I, I'm going to uh, thank you for your advice and promptly uh, discard it. Ignore it. <laughs> uh huh. Well, you uh, you go back and forth a little bit about the about that and he he kind of comes back to you and says well this is for this and this is for that and and uh he's he's not uh he's not moved on the price really at this point but uh he has explained how much you're getting out of this in, in great detail actually and that is good yeah and if it, it obviously <laughs> sounds fair you know yeah and it sounds actually, fair then actually uh, you guys came out about even um However, he says, uh, do and he's he's kind of information is always of value too. <laughs> coming coming combing through some other papers over here, and he says, Ah, yes, okay, this you did you say that you were headed to Nassau after that? I did in fact say that we are going to Nassau. Because it's also I I have a report here that there was a, a very large fellow with a, an unusual gun uh, that arrived in Nassau around that time. And I think, I think perhaps you may know this man. A largest man of, you know. That's right. He's totally good. It is a very unique know. gun. Very large gun. You would not have mistaken it. How much is Davino's life worth? Let's find. Yeah, out. I know, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know about the wearing red thing, right? And was he wearing red? I didn't actually know. No, you wouldn't probably I know, know that. I'm just curious. Uh, I no, this guy is not wearing red. 
Okay, I'm just curious. That would just been hilarious. No, he's wearing blue and brown. Um, well, uh, he does seem familiar, but uh, I, I, come on, you you know you want to sell Pavino <laughs> out. Perhaps, uh, uh, perhaps another pistola or two would uh, jog your memory. He's gonna punk Pavino. Hold on, no, 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 no. I am. Uh, hold on, I. Actually, that oh, hold on. I certainly, I have a sense of duty. To the team of like, uh, the this man sounds familiar, but I, but I, I'm unsure uh, if, that we know the same person. That sounds like fast talk to me. Yeah, Maybe you should find does. out also why he wants to know about it. That also, you totally, yeah, you totally that, that, should have. Uh, uh, it's uh, like you know, called uh, uh, called in. Uh, or had um, what's her face do the uh, the merchant? I bet she's better at it than you are. I'm gonna assume actually that she's probably assisting there a little, although honestly Quite she's smiling. a little confused at the whole situation right now. She's not aware of this part of your life yet. Yep, you're gonna lose lose her, and you know the points yep, she's are totally gonna still run. spent. He uh, so he continues on. You say, oh, I don't know. Maybe I know this. No. He said, "Well, as I've said, I've uh, I have interest in in uh, interesting pieces, and that is a very interesting piece to me. Um, if you should, you know, happen to see this fellow, it would certainly be worth some coin. Uh, if I could just see it, and well, if <clears throat> if I do confirm to... its reality." If I do happen to encounter this individual, I will, I, I will guarantee that uh, I will pass along your interest. Very well. So he will uh, count out the money. There's and no one looking at all that There's... gold. Clink, clink, clink. That's approximately half a crown or half. Uh, a, half so the right? end result here, it's uh, it's worth uh, thirty-two pounds. Gotcha. That's what I okay, but it's in but it's pistolas. In, but I yeah. can burn pistolas here. So yes, you can. Okay, so you did not tell him you knew about the gun. No, you're not sure I, if he's convinced I, that uh, you were not uh, blowing him off. And that's fine. That's that's you know. I mean, we have cannons, so we do have big guns. I'm not lying. I'm just... <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, you are. Davino's a big man, and he has a very unique gun. So... And, oh, uh, that is funny. That... Okay, I didn't notice this before, but is this intentionally? <laughs> I don't know what you're pointing The image, pointing. his house. Oh, uh, probably not then. But it's the same sword. It's on the oh, floor. Well, <laughs> it's not the same, but it probably is the same type. Now it's the that sword. That is amusing. Now it is. That's exactly where it lands. It just blows it away. Well, hey, what he does with his... Chuck. Although I am very intrigued by this guy's belongings and stuff. I might... Uh, some nice stuff in here. I know. I might be, especially from a treasure hunter's... I wonder what interesting tales some of the things have. So you guys you know, will, uh, you I'm guys will do a little bit more small talk, and and uh, 
will bid you good day. Uh, Does he know of any good uh, seamstresses uh, in the, on the island that uh, we should definitely visit? He can give definitely give you some good recommendations in that regard. Although this is Sunday, so uh, they may or may not be uh, available. And if you mention that you're in a hurry, he said, well, that will definitely cost you. But hey, you just got paid. It's true. Um, Sad as In the meantime, back at the beach. Which Why I don't you guys I had, blank and I just walk up and talk to him? I meant to actually show that image. This is uh, obviously not the beach, but uh, it's sort of out just outside this kind of area. Right. Uh, so remind me uh, what this guy, the big ugly guy, was asking uh, Hooper the last time about. He said something about wanting to know where they were going. And that that's all that uh, he was asking. Yeah, who didn't got. stick around. He just bolted. Got. And he roughed um, Hooper up a little bit, didn't he? Uh, he didn't actually hurt him or anything. He just kind of grabbed at him and 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 was very forceful. But uh, Hoop is Hoop is kind of slippery that way. Right. Well, how do we well, proceed? I'm just gonna let's like... flank and proceed. Stick with the plan, regardless of yep. your tactics roll. Well, I I I was able to go. Well, that 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 doesn't sound That's great. True. Why don't we do this? I have no idea what he uh, what he did or uh, what he suggests. Because well, now that I think about it, I should have used a group roll on that anyway. Too late. So sad. Wouldn't have made any oh, difference. Well. Uh, the dice well, was still a seventeen. You know, we that know Hooper is an awesome climby person. Because I might not have had you roll it, but then again, I might have. At any rate, um, so you've got a basic plan. So the the idea was to bracket him in on the beach somehow. So you guys will have to circle back through the bush a little bit. Um, so that will take you some time. I will have you all that I'm are present make a stealth there. check. What is this stealth thing you speak of? Mm-hmm. Booyah! There's mine. Fail by six. It's default. <laughs> it's minus. Dicks minus five. You lean over on Deep a tree branch it. and it like completely goes over. Did I do that? Dex minus five for a default or IQ minus five. Ha! Uh -huh. I still beat you. And if it's IQ minus five, then I failed by three. Sorry, two. I still yeah, I beat you. Uh, Davino's there too. Yeah, but he's probably asleep. No, not asleep. Does he also not have still? I don't know. Why do I have stealth? He does not have stealth. He's far too loud for it. Ha! I still beat you. I did it worse. So clearly, I am not sneaking at all. Well, you're in good company. The only one sneaky is Rogers. You guys lost him. You guys knocked over a tree. Hoop is with you, too. A couple of them. Hoop is not that sneaky. But he's better than you guys. Dude, I have a 10 in the skill. All right, so you guys are uh, kind of clomping through the through the brush trying to trying to get into a bracketing position over there. We're clearly and... discussing our tactics while uh while attempting to stealth up there. That's why we suck so bad. As you were uh closing the closing the trap as it were, uh you will note that the big ugly guy has been joined by another person. 
who uh -oh. came up the beach. Looking something like that. Uh, let's see. So I had, uh, man, the only people who've seen her is uh, Randall's party. That's true. None of you have seen it. Wow. Dude's batting way above his weight. He's clearly out of his class. Until you she, pause like, to you know, uh, face morph and eats him. You pause to uh, evaluate this new information. You note that it seems like the two are sort of quietly uh, discussing something. Uh, you're not close enough at the moment to hear. At which point, Spencer will step on a stick. Or lean on a tree that falls or something. Or something like that. And uh, the two of them just snap, looking in your direction. Hello. You're not sure they can see you, but uh, they're they're looking directly where you where that sound came from. That's okay. I'll just march forward and go hello. How about the rest of you? Well, if we're in a position to go out onto the beach and bracket them, stepping out. So you could tell that they were looking at several of you. Uh, not being well, very well hidden. And at that moment, you see the uh, the big ugly guy will sort of look. You know how it is face down looking up at you? And he gets this big toothy smile on his face. And as you guys are closing, you suddenly get this horrible feeling like something is going to eat you right now. All of you make a fright check at minus four. Get him. That's your plan. Get him. I like this plan. It's a great plan. Simple plans are good. Totally does the... Uh... Woot! So I failed mine by three. And you're out. Hey! Oh, I've got a, I got a whole bunch of messes that I have to, that I have to do. Okay, so no disturbing voices. I think that's it, actually. Missing one. Okay. Two of you need to roll on the table. Yep. Let's see. So you were using a slightly different table? No, no. Sorry, sorry. No. I was thinking. Actually. No, that was, that was uh, not you. It was uh, uh, Nosh who was using that. No, so just, you, just you saying that, though. I we sh Did we ever actually create the, uh, the other table? No. Um, yes, maybe. Got what uh, the dungeon fantasy table, DFRPG. I legitimately don't know. I don't think um, I did. think I, I think I might have it. I, but I, thanks to Unity, I can't I can't uh, open up a different thing to look. Yeah. Well. Right. So I am stunned for two. Bear in mind, I I will be overriding these results a little, uh, in that regard. So. Woohoo! I'm only stunned for two seconds. You're actually going to run away. Why am I going to run away? I don't want to run away. Yeah, well, you're not exactly in control of yourself right now. Who else failed? That was uh, Rogers. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Faint okay. for one demon. Good God. Oh, wow. Boop. <laughs> okay, so instead of that, what's going to happen is he's going to uh, he's going to turn and run and run right into a tree. <laughs> oh, it was, unfortunately it was the same tree that i knocked over <laughs> given that it's only one hit point of injury he's not a 
he's not going to fall over unconscious or anything. He's just going to uh, glance off it, but still, he will be running away for a minute. Run the uh, other two of you. Oh, also, Hooper, totally running away and screaming. Um, <laughs> the other two of you that aren't running away right now still have that overwhelming feeling of, I'm about to freaking die right now. And Davino's going to shoot this guy with his big gun. Sort of a... Sort of an on a, on an instinctual level, like you're a, like you're a, a little bird that just got the the shadow of the big bird flew right over him. It's that kind of thing. So, uh, Davino and Haydn are suddenly alone with these two. Do I, is the feeling coming from a particular one of them? There's one of them that, in particular, was smiling at you. I don't think I like this smile. It's not a friendly smile. Well, this truly can't go wrong in any way. Um, well, yeah, I think I'll shoot him. You will first that produce the weapon. Quickly. What will Hayden do? Well, he his instinct is to draw his sword and pistol, but he's going to be, since he's actually terrified of what's coming, he will be backing off. All right. Davino is the brave one, apparently. At least until you know he knows what's happening with his friends, since his friends are either running away or running into trees. Some of them are very uncharacteristically running away. Except Davino. Davino stands firm instead of uh, fainting, as usual. Yeah, this, there's no way this can go terribly wrong. Not at the all. uh the big ugly fellow is just standing there and staring at you, almost daring you to do it. Until maybe the uh female is uh not bothered at all. She looks bored. Okay, are either one of these wearing red? They are not. Okay. Just just not an ask. Not yet. Yeah. To be fair, the uh hunting and the red were not necessarily in the same part of the sentence. Yeah, that's true. I may have I may have uh, messed that up. Oh. I do sort of like the idea of them like, yeah, this this is fine. This dude's not a threat. So what? He's got a big gun. And then uh, Davino shoots the guy who doesn't bother to dodge, and it kills him. And the chick goes, nope, and nope's right out of there. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'd like that quite a lot. You are going to commit to this plan. Yeah, yeah. He's his fight or flight kicked in, and he chose shoot the mf'er. Does Hayden uh, try to prevent him from completing this plan at all? Well, Hayden is slower on plan? the um, on the combat tracker, so Hayden probably doesn't even know because Davino's got his weapon drawn and pointed right. We're we're doing slow mo right now. It's not exactly combat, but uh, so Hayden's first instinct was to g produce his weapons, and uh, and he was uh, starting to step back uh, toward the rest of them that are running away, while Davino uh, drew his pistol. And actually, is that his axe pistol? Uh, let's see. I can't remember if he carried uh, another pistol or not. No, he he just has the 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 wall gun, the rifle, and then the the axe gun. Okay, 
So he doesn't have a choice there. So he pulls the axe gun. And uh, he seems... To... Wait, this isn't the gun, is it? I this is it not the had... gun. This is this is the axe gun. Or the oh. axe pistol. Oh, that's All right, so that changes. Much more, yeah. yeah, that's definitely yeah, that's... much more poorly for uh, Davino than... <laughs> Because so I Hayden. can just imagine them. Sorry. No, no, go. No, I was just going to say I could imagine them like thinking that it's going to be nothing, and he blows them apart with his wall gun. With a gun. <clears throat> so Hayden has pacifism, cannot harm innocence. Um, okay. These people haven't technically done anything yet. No, they haven't. So Hayden will, um, he will say. Um, in defense only. All right. Is Davino gonna accept that command, or is uh, or is he gonna change his tactic at that, or does uh, he need to make a leadership roll or something? Uh, no, he'll he you know in defense only. Okay, then then in defense only. He's he's not the happiest because scary people. But if if that's the order, so be it. Then do you continue to back off? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll back away like all right. The uh the big ugly fellow will continue his uh stare down with big toothy smile and just watch you go. And uh as you're sort of melting into the into the brush, he'll raise a finger and point at Davino. Well, Hayden's only, <laughs> Hayden's only going as far back as, you know, his, like, either knocked out or freaked out companions. He's not going to leave them on the beach. No, no, they're, uh, I think uh, one of them failed for two seconds. Uh, uh, Rogers didn't have a time limit. No, he, that would have been one minute. So Rogers, uh, Rogers is going a little farther than Spencer, but Spencer is sort of already running, so he might, I don't know. Depends on him whether he keeps going that way or what way, but... No, yeah, if I they're not that out far. of it, I'm going to probably do, go back there and try to ask, you know, it's like, hey, uh, what's going on? We just wanted to say hello. So, Hayden and Palange are backing away from them very slowly and uh, carefully. Are you running out past them? If it ever comes to it, um, while backing off, Hayden's taking aim. Yeah, that's fine. Just wanted to ask you some questions. No reason to hit us with the mojo. Hayden will see. What are you doing, Mr. Spencer? Attempting to open a dialogue. Is the feeling of fear still present? Oh, yeah. I do not feel good about this, uh, Dr. Spencer. Nope. Neither we do should... I. We should retreat. I just want to know who the heck these people are. Why they're wondering about our ship. Wait. Well, they're not on, they're our, on ship. our ship. Oh. I said wondering about our ship. Oh, I thought it sounded like you said wandering about on our ship. <laughs> Inquiring about our ship. Gotcha. Do you disengage? So do they even respond to any uh, you know, uh, verbal questions or anything? So you are move. Are you Hayden and Palange are retreating? Are you moving ahead of them? Are you 
entering into a conversation or are you sticking with the group? Uh, yeah, I'll be like a step ahead of them, I guess, maybe, uh, you know, so I can uh, ask the questions. But I'm not not planning on charging toward them. Hell, my pistol's probably not even loaded. Mm. If he hits us with the mojo again, it'd be like, okay, that's fine. I just want to uh, know what the hell. As you as you uh, move forward, the female looks at you, ma'am, and you find that there are crabs collecting around your feet. They those are probably not real. They are increasing in numbers, and they feel kind of grabby. Huh. Does the rest so, of us um, see this? Uh, maybe not immediately. Hold You'll on, eventually hold on. notice. Check something. Depends on what uh, Spencer does there. He's going to fail against his phobia check uh, about uh, going crazy. Oh, because he thinks he's first, mad. Uh, he, he thinks that's not actually there. Now I have to remember remind myself. What uh, you already that, rolled the fan means. voices, didn't you? It's I already read the fan voices, check, isn't it? but I think I have to roll that again. On, I'm looking up the uh, the Phantom Voices. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have to roll whenever I miss a fright check for Phantom Voices, or make the roll uh, exactly, and whenever I fail a self control roll for another stress a stress related disadvantage. Um, okay, so first I need to look at the phobia. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, well, when you are in yep, the presence, I have to roll again. Do you? I have to roll the fright check again uh, because oh, of the phobia. Right. So, ah, yeah, ignore that. Incapacitating conditions, you know, whatever. Uh, so. Your, uh, what's the time period on that? So that's a. For what? 25 something uh, seconds or 25 minus health seconds is for... the uh, time period on that. Oh, uh, roll versus healthy. Uh, yeah, so if you were running away, you would run away for that long. Going to be, woo, that's going to be. And that is going to be your instinct here is to run away. 14 seconds. Plus, I may be hearing crazy things. Uh, you also that, may that be roll. hearing the crabs tell you to hold still. And uh, uh, we want to, we want to taste your flesh. No, I don't hear any, any, any voices, but I failed a fright check twice there is one other thing oh dear your head hurts yeah it does i'm hearing i'm seeing lots of weird shit no you got ice cream yeah yeah I know, I, I know i he's probably it probably doesn't even occur to him until afterwards when it's like oh those mm -hmm. SOBs are using magic so is uh, that, uh is with that, his fright, with rough, his fright he, uh Dr. Spencer stepped out. He tried to engage them in conversation. There was some business with crabs or something. And he turned around and charged right back into the forest, past you guys. But he had little crabs hanging off of him and stuff. Don't know where they came from. They're not there, not there, not there, not there. Is uh, Rogers able to, to respond? Oh, eventually you guys are going to catch up to each other. Well, that didn't work like I was expecting yes. it to. I just wanted to be friendly and find out what the hell's going on. Damn weirdos. Was Rogers going to do something? Well, I uh, <clears throat> I think I'd like to roll against my overconfidence to see if I will uh, re-engage. Ah. We're kind of dumb, aren't we? You could choose to fail that. 
Yeah, I think I will choose to fail it. So after you recovered yourself and everybody's sort of uh, gathering over there going, what the hell? You're like, I'm going back in there. I'm going to go back uh, maybe to the tree line to see what they're doing. Oh, that's not right. Rogers charges off back toward the tree line to go see what they're what they're about. Anybody going with him? Hoop's not going. Hoop's already back at the back of the I'm hotel hiding under the blankets. Running. I'm probably still running when he uh, ends up doing Spencer that. is close behind him. Davino needs to go back and get his wall gun and then come back and go, let's see how you like this, monkeys. Well, Hayden won't let um, Rogers go alone, but he's saying, um, Mr. Rogers, did you not feel it? There is something very wrong with this situation. Ah, uh, you know, I felt it, but I, I need to, I need to know. I need to know. I need to take a look. He wants, you them gaze. To, he wants to ask them to be his neighbor. You gaze upon the beach and see that there is no one there. Just a crap ton of crabs. There are still some crabs on the beach. Eighty games and some crabs. I, t- <laughs> I turn to uh, Hayden and say, "What? What was that?" I do not know. But Wait, I did I not heard like the Inquisition it. was in town, right? Maybe I could go tell the Inquisition about these guys. I say, did you see anything? I didn't see anything, but I felt it. Bloody magic. All right. All right. Uh, so just to establish, what are you guys going to do after this? I am seriously considering seeking out the Inquisition and sicking them on these people. Uh, Rogers did come and inform everybody that they were invited to, uh, to dine tonight. Well, I think I'll go back to my room or wherever I'm bunking and, uh, calm down and get ready to go to the event. You got a few hours, I think, before uh, before then. So right, plenty of time well, to de-stress. Is All that right, a so... um, long-term or short-term um, stability thing? Uh, you would uh, gain some short-term uh, points based on your uh, fright check failure, which I don't think anybody's got enough to be a problem. So after 10 minutes apiece, you'll recover those. Actually, Spencer oh, got pretty close. Stability though. points. That's stability points, right? Yeah, yeah, just the regular stability points. These aren't long term. Let's see. So failed. Unless you create failed or something. Failed three. So how many? How do you lose these? Oh, that's right. Uh, if you quote unquote get a a major wound in that regard, uh, it would count. And I don't think anybody did. Yeah, nobody had that Fear. Bad. Okay, so... No, 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 That's just... <sighs> yeah, you guys are fine. So, um, right, you guys are going back. Relax for a bit. And uh, and meet up with uh, Payne later. Back to Payne. Sir Randall, uh, after selling the sword and flush with cash at the moment, uh... You went to, I presume, uh, take up the guy's recommendation about uh, a tailor. her dress. Yep. We need stairs for something for her to wear. I will call this a high society role. And you can make that and see if uh, 
you can convince this person to A, do some work on the weekend, and B, uh, if you need this now, she's probably going to have to borrow a dress. Well, and that's fine. Or rent one. I, I kind of rent does. it, whatever they do. Uh, but you could also have her measured and actually have one made for her. Is it going to be a white uh, wedding dress? Mm -hmm. Damn. You uh, go to the residence of whoever it is, and uh, they are surprised to see somebody calling, but uh, you say, eh, this is kind of an emergency, though, so and I, deeply I, regret I need a party putting you dress. Through this on this day, but um, I have been invited to this party, and you see, unfortunately, a, an event happened at sea, and my lady's uh, fine dress was damaged, and uh, we're in need of uh, proper wares. To it properly attend, to attend. I need one other roll from you, and that will be a universe roll. And if you get poor or less, they oh, will not on. have something. Ah, oh, man. I don't have any If you wait 12 minutes. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. Um, let's see. So that would mean that uh, she doesn't have anything available for her to borrow at this point. And uh, obviously they can't make a dress in this amount of time. Well, or they could, so they would have to modify one, potentially. They could potentially modify one. It'll take longer. Um, but uh, let's see, you made it by that much. She's there. She's willing to uh, see what they can pull off uh, in the allotted amount of time. So, uh, you'll end up paying a little extra. We'll deal with the amounts later, but uh, I'm assuming that uh, since a status, what I'm assuming to be status one is uh, eight pounds for a suit, then uh, her dress is probably going to be a similar price based on that. So, I think uh, it's whichever status you're actually going to uh, try for in that regard. There wouldn't be any like major faux pas if she's just status one and I'm coming in as my status two. Are there? No. Okay. No, status one would probably be okay in this case. It'll be a little bit of a drag on you, but not that much. Uh, unlike uh, right now where she's but basically she has enough charm to pull it off. You know, so. She does have the charm to pull that off, though. Okay. Then you'll go that way. Okay. So you're going to end up spending around 10 pounds probably to uh, to get it expedited, uh, modified so dress. 20 pistolas? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah, I think. We can Done. get specific later. Spent. I'll, I'll spend it off. Barring any tips. Oh, okay, okay so it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you the rest of the time period that you have. So well, you won't I might, be able to go if, do anything else. Well, I'm... Unless she's willing to stay Unless you're going to leave her there. And if, I mean, that, that's up to her, but I figured she'd probably want to be there to. Okay. Um, that way I can get back and get, you know, my stuff ready and then potentially find something suitable for Claude. Well, in our, we'll, we'll say that, uh, well, yeah, if you need to, if you need to run and go do something, she can stay here and, and sort this out. And, uh, and if you send Claude this way, She'll have instructions. Perfect. Then I will go see if I can find Claude. All right. Where was Claude? Um, Lost Claude. 
Yeah. Claude went after losing the guy. I think Claude went, was going to go back to home base, quote unquote, see if anybody was there. And if nobody's there, Claude will go to SOP, which is hanging around the docks and asking after Philip. Okay. Then uh, you missed the uh, hubbub earlier and came back while they were all out uh, running around, as it were. Um, and they're going to be on their way back right around now. So you did see the crabs. The crabs, I didn't imagine it. They did see crabs. They were numerous. They That's... did not know if they were carnivorous. That was an interesting set of spells. Have you and now about Spencer's spells? talking about rant magic again. Have you talked well, about spells what before? Else, what else could it be? I heard As the Inquisition he, uh... was in town. You know, maybe we should sick them on him. These people. Has Spencer actually probably talked about not. magic in front of any of the rest of them? Uh, he's probably you know said it, it 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 exists and stuff like that. But I mean, he's not like running around and said, "Hey, I, I can do magic." I mean, he talks about fairies uh, all the time. Not all the time, but... Well, I have seen some things that are difficult to explain, including what we just encountered. It's a mind-affecting spell of some sort. Aura of fear. I don't know what the, about the craps. Maybe summoning? I'll have to research. I'm afraid you are, you are losing me, Doctor. I, I do not know what you're talking about. That's fine. I don't know what I'm talking about either. Perhaps. And now Claude is here, wondering what the hell just happened. Should pass on warnings about the big ugly guy to everyone. And also the strange woman who, for some reason, brings to mind vampires. Crazy vampires at that. Mr. Polanger, the big ugly one, he looked and pointed at you. Do you know this man? Have you seen him before? Not that I can recall, no. It is true, Davino does not recall him. Can you think of any reason why he would point you out like that? Because of the big gun? Other than the fact that he just pointed an axe gun at the guy. I, I did just point a gun at him, that might be why, but apart from that... I also had my own uh, pistol drawn and pointed at them. Hmm. But he seemed to take a particular interest in you. Well, Davino did also stand his ground a bit more firmly than you did. He looked like he was about to pull the trigger. I cannot say. Best I Very unsettling. Indeed. So, in my uh, years, I've not felt anything like that before. It's true, you really haven't. That was kind of odd. That is magic. Uh, well, excepting maybe the whole ghost ship thing. It may have been similar to that. Well, that's uh, that's that one felt of those a bit things more natural, though. you can't explain. And I guess there would be stories of ghost ships and and such. Yeah, but you might you you probably don't even take those really into. Actually, you probably didn't take them uh, seriously until that whole rumjack thing. And I've seen a mermaid. Merman. There was that. He was a selkie, not a merman. And Spencer insists that you guys had some encounter with a spider woman or something like that. Uh, he wasn't there, though. That was just uh, me, Davino, Claude, and Randall, I think. And Claude went, nope, and 
and climbed right the hell out of there as soon as some weird stuff happened. Uh, Davino passed out entirely, I think. Mm, yeah, there was some passing out in there. And I think Randall just curled up in a ball or something. Yeah. That's had some strange experiences. At any rate, uh, how do you plan to proceed at this point? You still got to go uh, you got a couple of hours before Roger said the uh, dinner was. Aiden will probably have a drink, try and internalize what just happened, and then get ready for the party. I'm going to flip through Davino's journal to see if there's any sketches of uh, of the the woman and and or the the, the dude. All right, and make my own notes in my journal about the, the craziness. I'm not sure if I want to go to the party. Well, it's up to you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Claude hears... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Uh, as soon as Claude hears the word party and anything involving a social gathering, Claude is going to attempt to make himself very scarce. <laughs> All right. Uh... Let's see. So a little bit later, Payne is going to show up. And he was apparently looking for Claude. I'm going to ask Dora if she wants to go to this stupid thing. Dora's just shown up with the uh, armload of, well, not an armload. She's shown up with her laundry, which is basically one dress. Right. She needs more clothes. Well, she's never complained about it. Multiple of this probably are like realistically, we probably only do have like one or two changes of clothes. Well, yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah, uh, what were you going to ask her if she is, uh, you know, if she wanted to go to this thing? Oh, so you tell her, you tell her there's a dinner thing. She's Apparently, there's drug. a dinner thing, and, and Sir Randall wanted everybody to go, but after. The weirdness on the beach with the strange woman and the big ugly guy uh, emitting fear and crabs. I'm not sure if I am particularly enthusiastic about going. However, if you wish to, uh, I can accompany you. She's like, shrug. That's an interesting response. It's a rather non-committal response. Is that a yes, and a no? Another shrug. Shrug. Then she looks, she looks at you, and then makes this little spider hand thing, and gives you that, huh? Oh, the crabs! Strange woman on the beach. She, I think she used magic on us. She's like a uh, shocked face. Shocked Pikachu face. It was uh, so very quite frightening. How very, very thoroughly frightening. is Sir Randall looking for Claude? Oh my god, I'm reminded of the is it the first episode of uh, Spy X Family where Anya is playing hide and seek and and Lloyd is trying, you know, it's like there, there. That was a question to you, Mark. He's a Sigurd. How thoroughly Stacky. is Sarando looking for Claude? Uh well if I'll ask if anyone's seen Claude and if Claude's not immediately available of it. Well Guess not. And then, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Why do you look like you've just run, you know, a, a half mile? Because there were evil spellcasters or warlocks or something. Maybe one of them was, 
and one of them was really tall and scary yeah. looking and he made That's... a bunch of us run away and then there was a woman who you know made crabs attack us hoops down yeah. hoops down there because he had to get a drink a couple of drinks after that and uh he's like it was your merman again the... i don't oh. think it was the i don't think it was the selkie another merman not a merman it's a selkie two of them one of them was a woman so wow really <laughs> where <laughs> see and I, I, it's like i knew they existed i didn't think they were always so like bold about it though can you describe the can you describe them actually that does come to mind uh yes, absolutely yes, you can. They have drawing they they now have uh they have some pictures right. in the uh journal uh, He'll point at this woman. This well, woman is a mer- no. I don't think so. I think she was a spell well, was like, a witch, perhaps. I make sure, and I'm conveniently going to have to say that, or you know, where Margaret right. can hear it. Uh, but this woman has some dealing with uh, our our ever present friend uh, Ned Long, who's here, by the way. If I haven't passed this information along, didn't you shoot him? I don't once? think he did. I did shoot him, my, but apparently all the uh, all, all the uh, the rumor of his death is greatly exaggerated because he's. Did any of the about... other PCs see uh, see him this time? Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. this time. This time, yeah. No. Uh, well, okay. Claude so... did. Claude did. Damn it! Uh, Damn Claude it! Has that's to... that's frustrating because, you know. Otherwise, we would right. be. I could be convinced that Randall is full of crap because he was the only one that saw Ned uh, the right. second time after he had shot him. Yes, and he but played that. Claude's and he's not play- here, so I'm going <laughs> to look at him and go, go. "Are you all right? Are you sure you're not imagining things, Sir Randall?" Well, Inara saw it too, and this woman. She's not. She's here involved either. with him somehow. But you saw this woman. I've seen this woman too. Yeah, Inara will confirm. Yeah, that, that's she's not pretty here. good representation. <laughs> she's not oh, right. Here. She's not. She totally did that telepathically. Wow. But this woman, there's something about. Uh, there's something going on between her and uh, uh, Ned, and he played that whole "I don't know you" and "I don't know anything" thing uh, again. Hmm. I wonder if he's dead and he was raised by someone. Perhaps this woman. No, probably not this woman. I'll have to do some more research. You can, wizards can raise the dead. Don't you know that the Inquisition's around? Talking about wizards and spells is probably not the best thing to do. In, in, well, as in long as you're talking moment. about it in reference to someone else. Oh, yes. You think well, he's a wizard? A woman. No, I think she was a witch. Like with a pointy hat? They don't necessarily have to wear a pointy hat, do they? Oh. I don't know. I'm not the expert here, Mr. Dr. Spencer. Well, neither am I. Maybe we should talk to this Inquisition fellow. All right, well. That would lead to an interesting conversation. Like, wait, why Why are you asking about witches? Well, I ran into a strange woman, and I'm curious uh, whether she fits the criteria. At this point, uh, you guys are filling each other in on the day's events. And putting pieces together. Wait, oh, Claude, he's not back yet? No, he's everybody's here. Except oh, Claude. Ed, why are you looking for Claude? Or Mr. Oh, LeCroy? Um, well, 
it occurs to me that uh, I, I might need a, 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 a Batman or a lackey. Well, actually, it's a, a good lackey. Interesting a lackey is French, a not la- British, though. <laughs> uh, right. Lackey okay. is French, not British, right? Possibly. So, um, but, uh, oh, and um, Mr. Polanyi, uh there was an interesting mm-hmm. fellow that I've, I've been recently introduced to who is quite interested about uh, your uh, unique firearm. Which it's not for sale. He can't have it. Well, I, I, I mean, I have no idea if that's entirely what, but he did seem to allude that he is more interested in seeing it and, and uh, seeing that it, uh, confirming its existence, if that makes sense. I think authenticity is probably a better word I should have used. There you go, yes. Authenticity, less his uh, desire to, say, purchase said uh, firearm. But I'm sure that uh, if you were interested in some said coin, he may be interested in, you know, he seems to be not necessarily loose with the coin, but uh, willing to pay for said information, pay for uh, information and uh, tales of uh, interesting um, things. A collector, if you will. Mm, that sounds suspicious. I didn't say, I, I did not confirm that yeah, you were a part of my crew, nor did you have this thing. I figured I'd make sure you were aware. No, I... I do appreciate that, sir, and I, I don't believe I'm too inclined to, uh, discuss the matter with with this man i feel there's well if you do decide to change your mind i would most gladly go with you because he does have a trove of rather interesting artifacts that i would love or be quite interested to perusing while you discuss your amazing firearm there are there were some very strange guns in there oh yes and he did seem to have a collection of rather other interesting firearms as well that that's awfully tempting. I do believe that's uh that might prove somewhat uh swaying. Perhaps I will venture out to see him after all. So at this point, I would like to identify who all is going to the dinner. Hey, is Rogers going hey, to Rogers? Dinner? Rogers is going to the dinner. He's gone back to his room to get him separate. Right. right. Hayden's going. Yes. Claude is not. Correct. Claude's a ninja. Spencer is not. Um, he can possibly be talked into it and/or strong-armed by Sir Randall, but he's not enthusiastic about doing so. Is Sir Randall going to strong-arm him? Simply because I'm not much of a party goer. Well, even well, actually, I say that I do have two points in carousing, but that's from my college years. Wait, British. University years. Is Sir Randall going to convince Spencer to go? Yes, of course. I'll come with us, Mr. Spencer. We've been on a ship for the last week. It'd be great to go and stretch our legs and enjoy food that is not necessarily cooked by, well, each other. Mm. Especially, especially Palanche's food. Hey, I'm actually not cooking. All right, Palanche, you going. Yes. Next question. What are you taking with you and what are you wearing? Yeah, it's like, I don't have clothes for this. I just have my single clothes, you know, what I normally wear. You got what you got, yeah. 
Yep. Most of you don't have any choices there. Rogers is the only one that has a an actual other suit, uh, well, excepting just... uh, Payne, who's got some extras. Yeah, I... I'm sure I have a jacket or something that you can wear. And besides, I'm have sure you'd love to interact with uh, who I'm sure you know, everyone would be interested in meeting again, Mr. Bonsignard. Uh, oh, God, no. Why, do, why would I want to talk to him? He's French. Well, he wasn't, hey, he wasn't mentioned in the letter. There's Claude. He wasn't mentioned, but I'm quite certain that this individual probably will exist there because this is how Randall thinks, especially when, you know, he knows he hasn't been. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's like there's only one per other person that I know that would play these kinds of games. And it is a well-played game. But more importantly than the outfits, which I could presume uh what are you taking with you uh are you arming yourself or uh, uh yourself? i will probably i'm guessing it's not unheard of to carry a sword no um, wearing a sword is normal and then having a gun belt and in fact sir randall wearing a rapier around here is a lot more uh fitting uh yeah. given that these are spanish yeah so i'll have the rapier and if a gun belt is uh not uh a faux pas i'll have that i don't know i'm I kind of I'm assuming kind it's of assuming not a big deal I, I think probably wearing a dress sword of some kind would be appropriate for a soiree but i think packing a a big ass flintlock pistol not so much yeah, I think I agree with that. I think the, the the firearm is like, what? No, that's not right. That's not a gentleman's weapon. I guess that depends on the gun. Uh, no, I do have the very nice. Case, yep. He does have that. <laughs> I do have the uh, fancy. Paid Maloney had his sword. It is more of a. Uh, um... Well, I didn't forget my sword. And uh, yeah, Rogers will bring his uh, spadroon. All right. You just like saying that word, don't you? Spadroon. It is fun to say. Spadroon. Spadroon. By L'Oreal. All right. Uh, given the day's events thus far, is Davido going to go fetch anything? Is the collector man expecting to be there? Is who? Boom. The uh, collector. Uh, this I no. don't know. No. I, okay. If, I, I, then, he, uh, I, I did make it a. Per, I did make him aware that it was for a party. So, but he didn't mention that he was going to be there. Okay. Uh, Divino will. He doesn't have just a proper pistol, so he'll probably just carry the knife and you know, eh, it's close enough to a sword, and let that be that. All right. Then, let's do this this way. So. A little more time will pass. You guys are will gather what you need to gather. Uh, I'm guessing Rogers, at the very least, is going to have to go back to the ship and grab his suit. That won't take that long. Uh, oh, I completely forgot that you know the the sky is cleared uh, right around midday, and uh, it's actually been pretty nice, warm. Um, so that's the. Uh, Water's not too choppy 
sailing back and forth to the ship. Um, and you guys will uh, head on to the appointed place. In the meantime, Rigel has buggered off. Rigel. Ding him one him. character part. I heard him say something. Yeah, do you need something from me? Uh, you're about to be uh, you're about to be on deck. All right. Right. Well, I'm just standing here next to my my fridge doing something, oh. so I can hear you. Just have to little extra right. to, Sorry. effort to uh, to do that. So you can go ahead and start and say whatever. I oh, there it is. I had misplaced my notes. Okay. Uh, so what is uh, Spencer going to do in the meantime? So. He's just going to sit around? No. Uh, like I said, he's going to probably double check the, uh, make sure those people aren't like, uh, I don't know, immortal vampire like things in the right. uh, thing. He's making notes and images. Uh, I guess he's going to have to break out the brush and like brush down his stupid uh, clothes. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So he's. Back in his room, then, I guess. I suppose. Seems reasonable. All right. Uh, Dora has been back and forth, uh, just doing stuff, probably eating or something. And she happens to be out of the room at the moment when you get a knock on the door. Oh, dear. Okay. I will answer the door, not thinking anything of it because I'm absent-minded. Why would you? Indeed. And that's going to be the, the, the tall guy, isn't it? Or the strange woman here to eat me. Damn it, all my stuff is out of order. That's a like personal problem. It does. Uh, you open the door and are met by a woman you do not know. Oh no, it's the Flash's daughter. No, it isn't. Ah, yeah. may I help you, ma'am? And she... Uh... Probably in Spanish because, well, this is Spanish land. That's true. Hey, look, both of them say strange woman. And uh, she smiles back at you and says, Well, I see see you've made it this far, kid. Have you found out anything yet? Um, Okay, so let's see. How's he going to react to this? Because I see see what you're doing there. Um, While while you're processing that she kind He's of gonna probably walks past into the room and Cassandra well you're still sharp I can see as you're she looking is, uh, quite well she uh, pulls a, a long pipe out and, and strikes it up says uh, I was just passing through thought I'd check up on you see how you were getting along um confused but advanced you know uh, things are progressing and I'm at, he's absolutely going to start telling about the the weird crap that he saw on the right. beach. As you're as you're sort of chattering, says, kind of interrupts you. Says, uh, "See, you haven't solved your bird problem." Quiet, you. I wish Suddenly you could stay around. Again. I wish you could stay around more, or I could learn that trick. Oh, the other thing he's going to probably bring up. Let's see. Hold on. Let me check the absent-minded trivial detail test. Uh, and that is woo. It's hey, not applicable right three. now. Well, no, I know, but uh, I'm thinking beforehand. Oh, right. Um, so gotcha. he's going to 
extract that ring, uh, the memento Mori ring thing, mm-hmm. um, from his jacket pocket and mention Mr. Rush. And since I had determined that, uh, when I went back and looked, she never spoke of Rush when I first interacted with her. So I wasn't sure how that was, whether we were like retconning that or what. Okay. Um... Or BSG sort of thing where it's like previously on and you show a scene that never actually happened because it was a cut scene. I am willing to cut that content uh, a little and say that she did not that uh, more correctly Spencer did not bring up Rush before so then Spencer would not have asked Rush about her right okay well he's going to ask her about him now including you know hey this this weird fellow that I suspect might be a fairy so uh, uh, is Spencer just pointing me to that Spencer just going to hand her the ring uh, he will offer it to her. Yeah, I have no idea if she's going to take it. Is she going to be like, don't come to me, Frodo? So, uh, sort of at I the same time, you're, you're... Turn my hand and it just goes, bong, and hits the ground. You have this... I have this ring that, uh, and, and while you're talking, you're sort of giving it to her. So she hasn't had that second to process. And you say something about, uh, and... I got this from a man named Damien Rush. And as the ring touches her hand, she jerks back like you just slapped her in the face and drops it. And and looks at you in horror and says, Mon Dieu, why have you done? I don't know. What have I done? You people won't tell me anything. Now he knows where we are. Well, he hasn't had any problem finding me before. I don't mean you. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I would help if I understood what was going on. It's not your fault. That just means we'll have to be more careful from now on. Um, who is we? If you don't mind. I am a member of an order seeking to help humanity determine its own destiny not be slaves to the designs of supernatural forces. We call it the Order of Reason. That sounds like a good thing. How does one go mm. about joining such an order? The uh, order typically comes Sounds to pretty reasonable. <laughs> have reasonable rates. Oh, well. And uh, Rush, uh, who is he? Who does he represent? Well, let's see. So well, I uh, clearly I don't think you, I don't think I need to tell you not to trust him at this point. I didn't trust him beforehand. Too much of a brainiac. At at uh, at this point in the process, you start to realize you've got that ice cream headache again. And right. uh, so magic. You uh, probably going to look at her and go, "Is that you?" You get the sense. That same sort of sense that you had when you were with uh, Mr. Rush before, like you're looking at a reversed mirror. Is that you or is that him? And she looks back at you and sort of doesn't quite understand the question and says, uh, you know, if you use a focus, that would help with the pain. 
Oddly enough, he said much the same thing. Did he know? I'm still in the process of doing that. What kind of focus is good here? Maybe like a magnifying glass, a monocle. I need to get a monocle. She says water is often good focus, but uh, not always available. Uh, Crystal, perhaps? It depends on the individual, and it depends on uh, your techniques. Uh, What works for some people doesn't work for others. You may have to experiment a little bit to find out. As for for Mr. Rush, you say, well, too much knowledge. Too much knowledge too quickly for a man like yourself could be like giving a child a keg of gunpowder in one hand and a slow match in the other. Spencer is going to sigh very, very deeply and go again with the riddles. That never helps anyone. The day may come, she says with a smile, where uh, you're the one, you're the one giving out the riddles, and you'll understand. Right. It's like, wait, what's an addicting? Uh, is is opium around? Opium's around at this time, period, oh, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. it's known to be addictive. Haydn is on laudanum himself. Uh because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I would 1720s the uh, the the quote one of the quotes from uh, the Dresden Files where it's like uh, oh you like to keep secrets it's like oh it's like crack for wizards. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. Yeah. What would that be? I have no idea. Insert the equivalent of it's right. like crack for wizards, isn't it? And uh, and she'll respond to that. Big smile, say you don't know the half of it, kid. Because nobody will tell me. She uh turns around toward the door to to walk out. Says, "Uh, you may need to rescue your friend." Uh, sorry about that. Um, and uh, walks one? off. Which friend? Totally sticking my head out, and she's totally gone, isn't she? Oh yeah. Damn it. Uh, down the hall a bit, you see Dora. And she is uh, sort of reeling back from this uh, gentleman of some sort, young guy, who is on one knee in front of her. Uh, sounds like he's reciting poetry in Spanish. You and know, Dora I'm looks gonna, very confused. I am absolutely going to go approach there and start translating it in Dutch. <laughs> yeah, she'll snicker at that. And then apologize to the the fellow and say, uh, you know, it's like I'm sorry, uh, my 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 companion here is unable to understand your language, and sadly she cannot speak either. I will pass on your positive vibes to her. The the man is very smitten, and uh, and he uh, you get the feeling you're going to see this guy again. At the teller in Dutch, it's like you seem to have a fan. She she'll just look at you like, eh? in the meantime, eh, I gotta find my stuff. The rest of you, uh, excepting Claude, uh, go to the totally appointed hus- to the appointed address. Uh, as the uh, sun is in the process of going down, looking something like so. That doesn't look like the sun's going down. That looks like the sun's like Shush. midday. You should have like changed the lighting. Come on, down over there. Come on, GM. 
and uh, you approach the gate, a lot of you, and uh, surrounded by monkeys in suits. Oh, and an Aragutter dress. It's acceptable. You realize it was a rush job, so um, you're not too terribly fussed about it. But uh, but yeah. And as you uh, what? No, I can't afford to get one of those. As the two of you departed the uh, the seamstress, uh, did you intend for her to make a real one? Uh, If she could make a dress. Yeah, so if you had intended for her to make a real one, then she's got all the measurements and everything. She she says, uh, "Yeah, come back, uh, come back later tomorrow, maybe Tuesday," and uh, and uh, she'll she'll have a the new one created, and it'll be a much better job. She recognizes that this was a rush job and is not exactly a hundred percent presentable, but it'll do for now. Uh, so, you guys. Approach the gate. Uh, the doorman or the gate man asks who you are. Present the invitation. You present the invitation and say, "Ah, very well, you were expected, Sir okay, Rendell." <laughs> and party. And party. And he counts everybody and says, uh, "Come with me." And he will take you into a. This is a very nice place. Not huge, but very nice, and very Spanish by the way. Um, and actually, Campeche is apparently very colorful. So that yellow is that yellow. As well it should be. You are taken through the place, and you arrive at a pair of doors uh, where uh, he is about oh, to crap. open them. going to open the door, and Darth Vader's going to stand up and say, we'll be honored if you would join us. Uh, and he asked how you would like to be announced. Well, I would give him the, uh, I would give him my proper, uh, title along with, uh, the, you know, rank of Rogers. Rank Actually, yeah, you are Aiden, baronet still. Uh, doc, and then, uh, position of, uh, doctor. You make it nice doctor Baronet? Yeah. yeah, I thought he was baronet. Yeah. And... And, Technically, uh, it should be Baronet, sir. Uh, Randall. Yeah, and right. then Master. Would it be Master Pelage or Mister? Mister. Because oh, okay. Master is for youth, right? Uh, Mister Pelage was would be fine Mister. in his case, I think. And then uh, uh, Master uh, Lacroix. Not there. Oh, not there. That's right. Master is in this case for would youth. For no, it would be used for uh, nobles who do not have. An actual title, oh, like yeah, the yeah. son of a, like well, gotcha. so I guess technically that would be correct if you introduce Claude as, as master, but it would be like you know Master Payne, not Lucroy, right? So the uh, the butler or whoever it actually is uh, is being very attentive, tries to track all that down. He makes. He looks like he's got it, and then Good he... Good butler will get it first try. He opens the door, the doors, and uh, you see before you, as uh, as the man is Our introducing trader. you all, you see... Uh, oh, no! Oh, no! Mr. Reed, I present, and uh, with him is 
Double oh no. Oh, I was expecting Maurice, and I'll be like, Maurice. So Mr. Reed absolutely needs to do the, we would be honored Hang on. if you would join us. Hang on. And uh, Mr. Reed, as uh, as the instructions or the introductions end, Mr. Reed raises a glass to you, as does uh, Maurice. And uh, he says, and we would be honored if you would join us. Cut to black. Oh. The Cue the music. But, is but, 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 but Randall's supposed to draw his pistol and shoot a couple times. No, that's only if it now if it was what's his name, it might have happened. He recognized. Yeah, if it was the, Ned Long, that would have. Yeah, he yeah. would have right there. No, it yeah. just occurs to me to absolutely need a one of those situations where uh, Randall is traveling around with Claude and you know meets some some dude and the guy looks at Claude and is like, ah, your son, sir. And it's like as long as, <laughs> mm-hmm. as long as Spencer is present, Spencer will go go absolutely. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm amazed I got through that uh, in a relatively organized manner, but never mind that. Um, it is really point... colorful there in Campeche. Oh yeah, I know. Or Campeche. I'm like one wandering the streets on Google Earth and mm-hmm. Google Maps, and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, it is. Well, it's one of those where it's like they sort of presume everything was mudge, mud colored back in the day. It's like, come well, on, that's man. another matter. But yeah, apparently the Campeche's only claim to fame is being attacked by pirates 11 billion times. <laughs> anyway, yeah, one character point for everybody. Uh, stability, you guys had enough rest time that uh, you could uh, recover those uh, short terms. And you guys did not gain any long term from your fright checks, so you're okay. And that is gonna be it for that part. So, Bennies, who gets Bennies today? I any like recommendations? To think that uh, the those who encountered the wizardy types should made it interesting and kind of funny. That's true. They did kind of. Hmm. Any other recommendations or a second? I am thinking, and it hurts my brain. Yeah, I, I don't have any additional thoughts there. So be it then. One for Rogers, one for Hayden, one for Spencer, one for Palanche. Yay, I'm up to two. And uh, yeah, so I don't think I have any other business to do. Oh, right. There is one business thing to do. Uh, Brian's not going to be here next week. This is still the case. Question? That is still the case. Yes. So uh, I am not going to run next week. I probably could. I know we've uh, gone without him before, but uh, in this case, I really need to catch up. So, um, Which yeah, means he's not going to do anything all week. No, nope, I'm going to be doing stuff week. all damn week. That's a lie. I've known you for too long to know how, how it actually works. <laughs> you lie! Uh, yeah, so we are going to take a bye next week. Uh, unless somebody wants to chime in with a one-shot somewhere. You can always trust your to you friends guys. to dub you in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Daniel was griping that I'm still giving him crap for stuff that he said 20-plus uh, mm-hmm. years ago uh, uh, in gaming. I mean, it's just D&D. Yeah. It's not like it's involved or anything. Mm-hmm. Never hear the end of it. Never, ever. I have All to right. come up with something like that to harass, uh, you know, Andricus for, for bailing on me last night. 
Anybody it's got any last camera. minute stuff here? It's not like it's involved. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have any. Long story, man. Long story. Uh, all right. Well, then, if you are watching this and you have questions, corrections, suggestions, or general hecklings, feel free to leave a comment here or find us on Discord. Like and subscribe and all that. Thank you for watching. Olympus out. The regular heckling is Goodbye. Bye. Spadoon. Spadoon.